experience the presence of God, the outpouring of His splendor, spirit, and supernatural glory. God is about to do a new thing in this season of Open Heavens. 70 days dedicated to fasting and prayer. Host, God's servant, Nanaseyo Pokusakodir. Theme, I am about to do a new thing. Venue, Plot 16, Potter City, Mutual the Jewish people use bandage. When you die, it's like bandage. They will bam you from your head, roll it like this. So your hand, everything. So your body will be, that's the way they call it, it's a bam. So it's like, do you know bandage? Yes, Today bandage is not there, but those days when we break our leg, there is something that you used to tie your leg. But this one, they tie you through. Amen. So if Lazarus is lying down like this bam, and you are in a grave and they called you because your hand and your body is tied you cannot wake up if i tie your body i tie your face and your hand plus your leg and you are lying down flat it's difficult for you to wake up even if you manage to wake up this is the way you must do but the man is lying down and the steps to his tomb was the to go into his tomb it was a steps <laughs> are you catching the picture yeah so there's a miracle you are looking for all this process is happening in the spirit and sometimes while the process is going on, then you go and sin when you sin the process must stop oh they are not ready to listen to what i'm preaching God is working on the process. Then you go and do something. Then he tell the angels, wait for the process. He must repent. He must change. He must come back. And not just repent. And he has to make sure that you will repeat what you have done. So they suspend the process. Because he doesn't want to give it to you for the devil to accuse him. Don't forget your God is a just God. He is sitting and ruling everybody including the devil. So, no, they, they are in very good talking terms. Very, very good talking terms. I'm telling you. You can read that in the book of Job. Huh? And the Lord saw Satan. And said, where are you coming from? He said, oh daddy, I'm just moving to and fro. Looking for this potential guest to deal with them. But I'm not getting any one of them. So God and the devil is in very good talking terms. Because he's the father of all. The good and the bad. All things were created by him. Visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominion, principalities and power. All things are for him. Sometimes when need be, he uses the devil to his own advantage. Ah. <laughs> Amen. God doesn't mind to send the devil to bring you your miracle. You can do that. Nobody says, Satan, come. They say, go. You see that girl in Portis? Take this breakthrough and go and give it to her. She'll be angry, but you'll bring it. That's what it is. He can use everybody. There's nobody God doesn't control. Amen. There's nobody God has in control. So the process is there. Then you delay. So David, the process of you, you want to build a auditorium for God. No problem. Buy the wood. Buy the things. Buy that. Buy that. In the process, you serve it, but they say process stop. Sometimes the process will stop and you might not continue again. Another person must continue. Or we wait for your repentance. So actually, it's not the devil that stops your blessings, God. It's you. Mm. 
Nothing stops our blessing. We are the one who stops our blessing. No, 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 no. Amen. Look at the process in the Garden of Eden. You have not eaten the fruit. So part of the process is that all the plants God made, it has shut down. She has to stop the process. Number one, I didn't create this body. You know, the reason death is an enemy of God is that he didn't create this body to die. When he was creating the body, he created it in his image. And because he doesn't die, the body must not die. So now, everything that we are looking at and we are experiencing in earth is still in the process. The moment Adam sinned, then the earth came to the place of leasing. First, it's supposed to be permanent, but now we are leasing. So uh, we are very close to the end of the leasing. I hope you are following what I'm teaching you now. Huh? It's a leasing earth because now the earth has gone to the hands of the devil. The heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he gives to the sons of man. Then Adam gave it to Satan legally. Adam gave it to the God stopped the process. Now, the whole thing about the process, look at the way he stopped the process. Adam was in a garden, there was a tree of life, there was a tree of good and evil. And God said, Don't eat this tree. Now, if you look at it, you realize that all the things God created, they, even the one that you are afraid of, they were there. God is very difficult. Listen, if you go to heaven, the angels are still studying God. They've lived him millions of years. They cannot exhaust him. So every day they see something new about the God. And then that is why they come. You see the elders, you are holy. You are holy. You are holy. That's what they are doing. And with all these years, they cannot exhaust him. Mind cannot handle him. Your spirit can handle him small. Your mind is too small. Now look at it. When the death came, when he was creating the word, he has death already there. Death was there. Death was there before Adam was created. How do I know that? Because he said it. You can eat of all this fruit, but this one, in the day you eat it, you will surely die. It means there's something called death. But you will never know until you disobey. So death was around. Death was in the system. We didn't know how it operates until Adam went to call it. So there was something moving around. As far as Adam has never done anything wrong, that death has no power. But God told him that there is another thing moving in the supernatural. It's called death. The day you eat it, you invite him. Wow. Are you learning something here today? Adam ate the fruit and invited death. Now watch this. So now the process must stop. All this process I plan. He has to call another meeting in heaven and say, no, our system is shut down. Our process. Now look at it. He is also, that's why I say, it's very difficult to understand him. The reason why it's very difficult to understand him is that if you look at the whole thing about creating a woman, because he created Adam first and it took some time before he created Eve. When he created Adam, he, he, he later on caused Adam. And look at it too. He created all the animals too, too, too. So all the animals, the female animals were created before human female. Sister Goat was there before Sister Rebecca. 
or sister Eve. So by the time, in fact, at a point, the Bible said that Adam was feeling lonely because he saw that all the animals were tutu. Goat and his wife. Monkey and sister monkey. Adwa and sister Adwa. They were all moving. But he has just created this guy. Now he also made a statement, male and female created he there. So when he created Adam, Eve was inside him. Well, she just went there. One day Adam came and said, Adam, follow me. He took her to a theater. Uh, we don't know the anesthesia he used. We don't know which medicine, but he just... I'm sure when he was doing the surgery, they were talking. Say, lie down, lie down, remove his head. Cut off his side. And pull his ring and created this one. Now look at this. When he created this one, he gave her womb. And all kinds of things. Fallopian too. So that, that one of the things this one has... Eh? that this one has that this one doesn't have he has a womb and this one doesn't have the womb now watch this why is all these things it means that he anticipated that Adam might say because the most powerful thing God has given to every one of us is our will he did not want to create robots that when he press worship then they lift their hand they said, they said that willingly worship me. Willingly fast. Willingly pray. Then it's like I am not controlling you. Then it makes the relationship authentic. Because I'm not forcing you. That is why he blesses you for doing that. Now watch this. So now Adam has said. The moment Adam said all the process stopped. Now he's working a plan of redemption. So he has to work that. The reason I said that he know Adam was saying is that. Then part of the plan of redemption, he gave this lady a womb. She gave her things like placenta. So that the redemptive process, because how would he carry Jesus without his blood messing with Jesus' blood? Because if your blood messes with Jesus' blood, then you can't save anybody. Because the blood is evil. Look, when we sin, one of the things that sins seriously is our blood. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. So your life is in your blood. So you cannot be different from your blood. Your life is in your blood. So if you sin, then your life, your blood is sinful. So if Mary's blood mixed with Jesus' blood, then Jesus' blood is contaminated. Well, let me change the thing is too strong for you. Are you are you learning something here? So then he's working the process in the spirit. It took him years. Yes, he confused the devil a little bit. Now the devil is holding the key, mocking around God. I have to kill him, magic, 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 magic. And he started destroying. And he said, Don't worry. The same woman that used his seed. And he said, That's why I say the angels are still studying God. He can make a statement and he'll confuse you. He confused the devil. Because Satan went and studied a little and realized that this guy doesn't have seed, but this guy has seed. This one has egg. And this one has seed. His egg fertilized this one to produce the children. He didn't say Adam's seed. He said the woman's seed. But because the devil couldn't pick that thing, he killed Abel. So they started killing because now the woman God promised the seed. Then in order to stop God to come and take the key from me, anything called the seed, I must kill it. Now, then the killing too becomes the good place for God to set the trap. Because if the devil didn't kill Abel, then God's trap will not work. 
So the moment the devil killed Abel, he entered Cain, killed Abel. Then he started killing, 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 killing. He said, wow, this killing will be a good thing. <laughs> so God said, no, the killing is going to work, make this thing work. Because then, this lady is going to bring out the seed. The devil doesn't even know that the seed, when Joseph, that is why God cannot pick an old lady. She cannot pick a single lady. She must pick a lady in relationship. So that Satan would think that they slept to produce. things were the setup i am teaching you the mind of god i'm trying to show you in the bible it's in the bible this is the mind of god so the moment he saw joseph and he said well grow we are so this is so another one lifting baby this is baby jesus and then wise men then they went to herod's place and they announced that so they went to the satanic kingdom they announced that the king has been born ah, this thing now because of the killing 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 the trap is the killing so, if the devil didn't kill Jesus, we couldn't be safe. We couldn't be safe. So, he knew that Satan said, Me, as long as I'm on earth, this seed, I'll kill it. <laughs> now, probability, he doesn't know which one is the seed. So, when he sees somebody is close to God small, they kill. Then there's a man walking around and say, I and the father are one. He was making, say, Oh, so you are the thing, I'll kill you. Then there is also a law that God has put that the devil is aware that don't kill anybody who have not sinned. Because sin, the wages of sin is death. So if the person has not sinned, don't kill him. So the day the devil took Jesus and took him to the cross and killed him. That is why the trap worked. Now he has killed an innocent blood. And that time, anybody that died must go to hell. You have to go to her. You are either in paradise or you are here, but you have to go through the process. If you go, you have a covenant with God, they separate you. At that time, paradise and hell. When you are in paradise and somebody is in hell, you can communicate. You remember Lazarus and the rich man who go there? Huh? Because that time, nobody die and go to heaven because the first body that went to heaven is Jesus' body, then other bodies follow. But God created a system on earth called paradise. It's very close to hell. When you are there, they can talk. Now, Jesus decided when you die, and God take you to paradise. You can make a decision you are going to hell. What did he want to hell to do? Because there is a key the devil took. That he must go and take it back. <laughs> now that you have killed me, I have come. It was also the first time light. So they were having a party. After they killed, they were eating. Friday. Saturday, more party. Then Sunday, they saw light was coming to hell. Hey, I'm sure one demon said, No, Mr. Devil, some light is coming. So, no, here, nobody can bring light. Eat, eat. And stop the noise. And the light was approaching, approaching, approaching. Wow. And suddenly, light just bounced on them. Then Jesus stretches out, Give me the key of death. Give me a key of hell. <laughs> he took it. This one is a Bible school. Huh? This is Christology and then this is uh, what is called eschatology. Now watch this. So you see the process. The process, the process came. So what about if he created this girl, he didn't give her a womb? What about he didn't give her things like placenta? You know your placenta separates your blood from your child's blood. So 
you can have some problems and sickness and it will not get to your child. So whatever is in Mary, all the coronavirus in Mary cannot get to Jesus because there's a separation. So God even planned the woman such a way that the woman's blood will not miss Jesus' blood. Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> eh, but all this is, can't he do it in two days? Even the time Jesus Christ was born, eh? do you know the reason the Bible says an appointed time Christ was born? He has to wait to a certain season. And the season was that it was conducive at the Roman time. Before the Romans come with an idea, when people go to war and they fight, they carry all the slaves to their country. And then they make them slaves. Like the way they came here, they catch them, they become African-Americans and that. The Roman came with the system and said, no, this thing is not necessary. Now, if you come and beat Ghana and we, we, we want to rule them, we will keep them in Ghana. We will bring a governor from Britain to come and rule them and indoctrinate them like British. We have to control them and set their mindset in a way that will favor us. Hello? Are you following the picture now? So when that system came in, then Pontius Pilate has to come and rule in Jerusalem. Pontius Pilate was Caesar's representative because that time the Romans has captured the Jewish people. Like the way the British captured us. We took independence from them. Huh? But this time, it is not different for the way God in Gottesberg was ruling Ghana. Pontius Pilate was ruling Israel. As a representative of Caesar. Number two, the Jewish religion, you don't have power to sentence somebody and kill him. And Jesus must be sentenced and be killed. If he also died by Jewish sentence, he can't save Gentiles. So this whole death must be a combination of Gentiles and Jews. Theology. So even he couldn't be born at the time of, of Babylon. Jesus, if Jesus born at the time of the book of Nazareth, it wouldn't have worked. So God must wait for all this process to be conducive. No, why am I not married at the age of 50? No, if you marry 45, you will die. So the way you, that is what Paul said, never compare yourself with yourself. He said they're comparing themselves among them. The way your life is planned, the way your life is planned, if you go by the way this system won't go, you will mix, lose your life. Your, 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 your God-given system of plan is totally different. Am I making sense at all? This is serious Bible school. Amen. So all this there's a process about your life. And this one, let me make it emphatically. God is never late. And God is never in a hurry. He is always on time. Yeah. Never, never late. No, no, no. He can never be late. In his own time. And mostly you want it to be done in your 
<laughs> I told somebody in America, I said that, thank God, after 20 years, you got your green card. If you got it before 20 years, you rush to come to Ghana, they will kill you. Now listen to what God said. Take the baby and run to Egypt. So Mary and Joseph ran. Jesus came and said, all those looking for the baby's life, they are all dead. So you can't stay around people who want to kill you. It cut off your life. And when your life is cut off, it's not just you. If it's just you, God doesn't care. If your life is cut off, it cut off God's plan. Because there is something you are to do. If you go, God must wait 40 years to train another person. I'm talking to somebody here today. So you can come to church and I can lift my hand and I say that there shall be no death. Now listen, the ship is going to sink. The ship is, once the ship sinks, everybody must die. But God must get a representative and a prophet that will stand and say, the God whom I serve and whom I stand is as revealed himself to me and I declare that there shall be no death. And because heaven must always agree with the earth, once somebody says that God must save everybody, if nobody says that, then everybody must die. So when you come to church and say, nobody here will lose his life in coronavirus, it becomes something for God to use. Never come to church and take for granted prophetic declaration, anointing services and all that. It prolongs some things. It, it creates some things in the spirit. If someone doesn't anoint Saul, he can never become king. If someone doesn't anoint David, he can never become king. This is not about God doing it. A man must pour the oil before God descend the spirit. <laughs> I'm teaching you. So don't ever deceive yourself that you don't need leadership. No, I am not standing here because you like me or you don't like me. That is not the issue. I'm standing here because God need me to stand here to do, for me to stand here in obedience for him to do what he wants to do with your life. So then, why is the omnipotent God begging man and trying to convince somebody, please go there and bring the people. I will be with you. Put your rod down. He became a serpent. Pick it by the tail. He's trying to take fear from him. The moment he said, pick the serpent by the tail, God is trying to deal with fear. Because no sensible person would take a snake by the tail. If the snake doesn't quail and bite me, it means that if you are afraid. Now, one of the things is that Moses grew up in the palace of Egypt. And you know that in the palace, one of the powerful demons there is a serpentine spirit. And the serpentine spirit is a direct spirit from the pit of hell. Because the devil's name is a serpent. So every territory that they use the symbol as a serpent, it also carries poison. So in the realms of the spirit, if you see any witch doctor, juju man, his symbol is a serpent or a scorpion. Be careful. So God had to let Moses overcome that fear. What is God? I mean, that's why David came and said, ah, I just went to the spirit. What is mine that you are man full of him? I don't know. When I look at the way you are, the way you are begging man, I don't understand what is the son of man. I mean, you don't need man. But God is trying to tell you that I need you. Because if Moses doesn't go, the people will not come. Look at another thing. 
An angel went to bed, Peter. They are go to Cornelius' house and preach because it means the angel can preach. You are not listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> if the angel can preach, he wouldn't have need Peter. He went and said, Please, Peter. And he said that, and he showed him a VC. Unclean beast. He said, Kill and eat. He said, I've never eaten unclean. He said, Because if Peter doesn't get a VC, you think Cornelius is unclean. So he diffused uncleanness from his mind and sent him there. So whilst we're sitting here, hey, Prophet, I don't need Oboa. You need me. Share Oboa crap. It's, it's the spirit of fear and pride that is make the devil stand and the way the thing is some people think that they can just jump out of some church and get to a certain church somebody to work for them but some people to never work because when your miracle is with a particular man of God another man of God cannot produce it now let me tell you something let me tell you, let me tell you something Jesus went to a particular temple and prayed with disciples for three years there is a man sitting there begging but his healing was not with Jesus it was with Peter and Jesus never healed the man. Until when Jesus died a few days, he went there, and said, Peter said, Silver and gold. I mean, Peter could have given him a quarry, he used to grab one sour and a man of my order. But he was not. When he went to the pool of Bethesda, he healed one person and left. The Bible said there was a lot of impotent folks. He healed only one man and left. It means that that is the only one approved by heaven for him to heal. So, listen, if I take a seat and I go to spiritual fathers, this one pray for me. I was there two weeks ago. The Lord told me, you have not received prayer for this particular man of God for a long time. Because I was trying to, the Lord said, so I carried seven seed and I went there and he prayed. And the Lord told me, pray because God knows that. It is dangerous to live on earth without any spiritual authority. That is the way God has made the system. That means that if something attack you from hell eh? God can put me in defense to rescue you and that is the system you put in place so you see there is something you prayed for last hundred days fasting the process started and I will go kiss you pen a process and stop it there is another thing too why is it that sometimes we pray for people they get healed and some people they don't get healed? Why? Okay. This lady is Rolls Royce. Car. This one is Kia. The prices are not the same. So this man is an evangelist. He has worked with God. He has lived in purity. And then both of us meet a Rolls Royce sickness and a Kia sickness. My level of price of anointing can handle Kia sickness. But his consecration can handle Rolls Royce sickness. It's not every pastor that can pray for cancer for you to be healed. The whole thing about the kingdom life is secret. Somebody says secrets. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Kingdom secrets. So sometimes uh, I must risk my life irrespective of what people will say 
and lift my faith and try to pray for a rosary sickness without fear then I buy that realm in the spirit the reason your faith is where it is is that you have never risked it and to risk your faith you must despise the shame Yeah, let me tell you something. Do you know the frightening thing involved hmm? with funeral service at Asafu Market? That people are there. A rabbi was saying, So, we're going to go to the house. 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 When Jesus went to Lazarus Cemetery, she went there with funeral people. If that in faith, then they will say that you are not catching what I'm saying, so let me stop it here. I'm, I'm almost want to push you into something. There is a realm you must go. The devil has used fear to stop you. Even if you force God to give you that realm, you can't defend it. And when Jesus came here, he did things that show us that she, she would do everything beyond human reasonable doubt. Beyond, 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 beyond reasonable doubt to prove that. Because there is, there is an excuse you have. And one of the excuses the devil has programmed in your mind that Jesus did it because he's God. And he will prove it that he didn't do this because I'm God. Anything Jesus did on earth, whatever miracle he did because he was man. The strongest one among them, he still them. That is why when Peter said, Master, are you mean you are walking on water? Are you, are you the one? Water like this and you are walking, you are not sinking. Huh? Can I come? He said, come. Because if I don't let a man come, you say, I did it because I'm God. And he taught the principle there. So he showed Peter that I'm not walking on water because I'm God. I'm walking on water because of my faith. Because the fear that will sink me is not in my heart. As long as the fear has not come, Peter was still come, 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 come. The Bible said, but the fact that you are walking in water, so the devil will not talk. So once he was checking, he said, storm have you seen the storm and they said will amplify the storm <laughs> then peter saw that the bible said at the point the storm was still there when he was walking but the devil must take your attention so he shifted G peter's attention from jesus to the storm and once you look at the storm then fear enters when fear enters then sinking must start What I just demonstrate, it's not business, it's not different from your business that is collapsing. When the business starts collapsing, it means that your attention is shifted from something. Mm, mm. So all our failures is shifting of attention. Now look at how beautiful it is. Then you need the support of Jesus. So do you know that he walked? Let's say if this is the boat. Peter walked up to here. 
Then he turned to the storm and sink. When he sink, eh, then Jesus held his hand. And when Jesus held his hand, Jesus didn't bring a board. When Jesus was holding his hand, then Jesus and him walked back the same water. The reason why Peter didn't sink is that now he is in the comfort of Jesus. But that is not what Jesus is looking for. He's looking for you to walk without him. The same water, he didn't change it. They, Jesus saw the sun and said, Let's go. And then they were walking. I'm telling you. If you are to me, say, Jesus, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Ah, it's what I mean. Wow. Is there? Your business can sink. Your marriage can sink. Your traveling can sink. It's because your attention is shifted. So, start of visiting, your attention is shifted from what God can do to what the economy is doing. And because the economy is doing and you are hearing everybody, everybody, you know, can everybody know inflation? Everybody, illiterate, lot of workers, everybody knows about inflation. People have not gone to school know about inflation. When it comes to negativity, the devil makes sure everybody is educated. <laughs> hey boy, how old are you? 11. Do you know inflation? Do you know something about inflation? When we say inflation, do you know dollar? Do you know that you can use Ghana cities to go and change dollar? Okay, so when I have, let's say, hundred dollars, eh? If I'm going to change Ghana city, will I get more Ghana cities or less? More. More. Do you know the exchange rate? But you know that I can get more. So it means that if I give you like twenty dollars now, when you go to, and you say you want Ghana cities, you know that you can get more Ghana cities. Yes. How do you know? Because the dollar rate is more higher than the Ghana cities. But you told me you don't know inflation. <laughs> Arrest my case. The devil has taught the sinner. Even in Levi, yes, he has taught them. Maybe the time I use his watch, he doesn't know. I should have come back. Because the dollar rate is higher. This is 11, you know. I am showing you how Satan's education can travel very fast. He can give it to every year and every generation. So before he opened his first bank account, he has this thing in his system already. If you don't take a fear, it will sink your children. It is Job that caused his children to die. His attitude made the devil kill his children. Later, God gave him more children. The Bible said they were more beautiful. Thank God for Job 42. Thank God. It's my favorite one of my favorite scripture. Job 42. It's my favorite. If you read from verse number 9, 8, 9, 10. It's my favorite. I don't like anything in Job from chapter 1 to 41. Everything that I hate it. If you don't write 42, you are in trouble. Verse 10. Verse 10 says, and the Lord 10. There are about 25 sermons in this. The first case. Hmm? Do you know that when I file a case against you, in high court and you are not happy about the judgment when you go to the court of appeal they can overturn hmm? it means that this is appeal at this time the man has got all the evidences and so 
So when the devil went there from Job chapter 1, he appeared at court. In the spirit realm, there is a court and God can sit in a judge. Let's go to Job chapter 1. Let me show you how the court proceedings happened there. Job chapter 1 and verse number 1. I want to show you. So whilst you are sitting here, Satan can file a case against you. And it is possible that me and you, there is a case in heaven. Thank God, we have a very good lawyer. He doesn't charge. His name is Jesus. But I have been making a statement that a good lawyer will still need a good evidence. There are some very good lawyers. Some cases they will tell you, I won't, I won't do it. Because they will tell you, this case is a bad case. No matter how good, I will lose. In fact, some of the good lawyers, when they know they won't win the case, they won't try it. So it is not enough to just think you have a good lawyer. Give him the opportunity. So you see, sometimes a lawyer will tell you, can you create your attorney? you have to tell me did you do it uh, lawyer I started no I don't like that kind of nonsense tell me everything because some lawyers say they know you can you're supposed to lose a case but they can win it for you but I'm telling you some of them are very serious no it's not it's not everybody that's in prison that's supposed to be there lawyers can't do it now watch this there was a man in the land of whose name is Job. Ba, 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 ba. go to verse 5 hmm? he feared God when the days of their feasting will come ba, ba, ba. go to verse 6 uh, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves now watch this hmm. that's another thing the, the, the supernatural court proceedings is a little different from our natural court when we use our natural court so once a while God sit down and all the sons of God, the sons of God involve the angels. Because they also work at the court and everything. Once in a while, God come to sit. And when he sits in a judgment seat, everybody can come to him. Now, I told you that, if you remember, in the court process, it's not the petitioner. Is that how they call them? It means that when I bring, it's not the petitioner that called the case. It's the judge that sat down and said, that, okay, case number one. The Republic versus Akosia uh, Menke. Do you understand? It means that you did something to the government or so, so, and so. Is that, is that not how it is? It is the judge that called the case. Now look at it. The sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan was also among them. Now, this is the, another interesting thing. All the sons of God couldn't know that he's a Satan. Because there is a gate you pass through to go there. She has a dress that you can dress. and look like one of them. Because every lawyer must have a certain, there is something you must wear to accept you at the court. You can't wear Agbada to go to court. You have to have your cap. Is that correct? All the lawyers appear in a certain way for the judge to accept you to speak. I'm not too sure. I'm not a legal brain, but I'm, I, I'm sure that's how it is. So when they present themselves, now look at the way the, the proceedings started. The woman, then the law said to Satan, first case. So the judge is calling the first case. The law said to Satan, where are you coming from? So, some judges can joke. I went to a court one day and I realized that the, the lawyer, I think he, he knows the judge. Oh, how are you? It's good to see you. Wow. They, he cracked a little joke before the proceedings started. I didn't know that even called they can crack jokes. And the Lord said to Satan, when comes down? Then Satan answered the Lord, well, I'm going, I'm going to and flow. 
I'm walking around looking for what Jackie is doing so that I can deal with him. When I finish, I don't go there. So he said, I'm weaving around. So on the Namsa, that's what it is. On fear not. He said, Ah, what is going on here? Omo kwana. Everybody omo kwo. Ah, ah, dance the route to No, I file the case. Who no akujina call? Wa unsekrofana subetira omo kwo chayansa. He is called accuser. On Namsa and Semoni in court, or to near TV, be panu of Ali case. No, the call. As soon as I'm here, Shaka Krebia, ha, ba, neither was a Julinia, no, we are so welcome. Oh, no, Moku, no, Chapi Chaka, no, no, I'm not a Karadi. God said, What? Who told you the affair? He said, This is the video. One day, God was blessing a man, the devil, Tita, or Tita, I say, David, I could grab your baby, Jano, Shannon, Robin, Sam, Jano, say, Jim was one common time. David's afraid again. Or the court said them, Oh, you know, I'm not some video because he's so powerful. Oh, trust your colors. Ready? The man after your heart. Oh, proceedings. <laughs> no. So sometimes when we are going to sin, God is crying. Because you no, know, somebody's going to stop something he wants to give to you. There are things we have done here. Eh? Is the mercy of God. I'm telling that's why he has two seats. Sometimes eh, there's a seat called the mercy seat. In Toshia, without any no a free judgment seat in Uso. When you have mercy seat in Uso, it cancels all the protocol. Because mercy is an merited advantage. You are supposed to die, but mercy says no. But if it doesn't sit on now let's go back to court. Let's go back to court. And the Lord said to Satan, going to and flow and walking down. Then he called the first case. Okay, whilst we're walking down and going to and flow and walking up and down, has thou considered myself and Job? Because God knows that there's a file there, so he pulled it. What about Job's matter? Then the devil say, Ah, there is none like him in the earth. A perfect man and up. should I break the English down a little bit? Let's come to the New Living Translation. It will, it will come down a little bit. Then the Lord asked Satan, Have you noticed my servant Job? When I come there, so God has started the proceedings. This is how the supernatural course started. It's not the devil that mentioned Job, but God started the proceedings and called the case because in the spirit realm, he has overheard that Job has filed a case. So he called the case quickly. Mm. And God started, okay, according to my estimation of him he's blameless a man of complete <clears throat> integrity he fears me stays away from evil fine all this thing god is saying is true none of them is a lie satan replied the lord yes but job but job has got job has a reason to fear you now the first reason is that the first accusation is that even you god have something against you Does he fear you for nothing? He has a reason. What he says is that you are bribing him. You are just bribing him to fear you. This fear you are talking is not authentic. He doesn't qualify for it. That's why I'm in court. Now, at that time, there was a restraining order. The restraining order is that don't touch him. For him to touch him, he must go to court and remove the restraining order. Let me show you the restraining order. Come back to the King James Version. Huh? Or oh, let's say here. 
maybe this one will say, but I, I know the King James. Let's, let's, let's stay in the New Living Translation. She replied, but Job has a good reason to fear you. God. Okay, next one. Let's see. You have always put what? This is what the legal term is called restraining order. It means that when there is a war by the judge, you can't penetrate. So when the judge, a judge put a certain restraining order on something in America, eh, people beat their wife. And then one day, I was working with my son in America, and I saw a guy. He was wearing canvas with something on his leg, black. And then my son told me that this guy, there are certain places he can go. I said, why? He said, when you go, this thing will blink with the police. It's a sensor. He's coming from the prison, but they've given him some kind of amnesty or something. It means that he's still in prison, but not in the behind the walls. It means that there's a limit to where he can go. That thing, he can't remove it. She can't take it from his leg. And when you cross a certain line, it will bring in the police station, and they will come and arrest him. So, when there is a wall of protection, the King James call it a hedge. That hedge doesn't give the devil the authority and the right to touch Job. Now, for Job to touch the, the, for the devil to touch Job, he must go to court with an evidence and remove that restraining order. Now, let me show you something. You have always put a wall of protection around him, his home, his property. So, he's not a man alone. He attacked the man, it was not working. He attacked his business, it was not working. He attacked his farm, it was not working. His home, his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. So the devil is really angry. All this was it. I said, look at the way the guy, the guy is walking around. He's a very wealthy man. And his accusation is that he doesn't qualify for that thing. God has said the man is upright. God has said the man is fear God. God has said everything. Huh? But the devil's accusation is that in the midst of all the things we have done, he's living in fear. So what made him win the case is the evidence of fear. Now, girl, let me tell you this. Fear is like a sensor. If Satan is passing in front of your neighborhood and come to your house and sense fear in your house, naturally it will pull him to the house. Because it's property. If God comes to a stadium and there are 90,000 people there and you have faith, he will bypass everybody and your faith will attract him to you. He will come and stand in front of you like this. It's the same thing with the devil. You have always put a wall of defense. Blah, blah, blah. Everything he has. Look at how rich he is. Look at it. Let's see. Let's see the court proceedings. Let's see how the court proceedings are going. But reach out and take away everything he has. And he will cast you to your face. Number one, you are bribing him. If you like, let's test him. This is not the reason God is going to stand. To just take the hedge. The evidence of he, I'm bribing him and all that. God knows he's not bribing him. But however, I have gone to court and I thought that the case is going on this side until one evidence appeared. And when the evidence appeared, he shifted the whole case to another angle. What is the evidence the devil used to win this case? It's in Job chapter 3 and verse number 24. <laughs> that is the case. Job chapter 3 and verse 24. 325, give me 25. For the thing which I greatly fear is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come to pass. So, this is the evidence the devil used to win the case. The beginning, the Bible didn't tell us, but the court, court you know, 
This is what he presented to God. Once the guy has fear, he's not qualified for the blessing. Now, I want to show you something. Read the New Living Translation and watch this. What I always fear has happened to me. What I always So the court proceedings, this is the evidence that won the case. What I dread has come true. Don't forget the scripture that said, have you not make a wall of protection around? Who said I said not the devil? How did he know? He shot arrows, it was not working. So he said, you have protected him. Now look at the next thing Job said. With all the protection, look at the next thing. I have no peace. No quietness. Now I like the way the King James put it. Huh? Look at the King James. I was not in safety. So when he was enjoying all the blessing, he thought one day he would lose it. So he was not in safety. Now this is the thing. He was afraid of what is afraid of him. I want to emphasize on it again. You are a victim of anything you are afraid of. You are afraid of losing your job, you will lose it. I promise you. You are afraid of losing your marriage, it will happen. You are afraid that you might not get married, you might never get married. Because the devil, I can assure you, he will file a case. Can you imagine a man walking with a wall? Supernatural wall. Have you not make a wall of protection? from the spirit. You will see the car, I see a wall. The man said, I am not in safety. And the devil said, Lord, on what ground do you think this man must be blessed? Let's deal with him. I love what happened there. When you read down to Job chapter 1, and you come to verse number 10 that way, let me show you something. God says something. Come to the King James verse. Ah, no, go to verse 6. Job chapter 10. Is it verse 5? Go to verse 5 and let me see. Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1. You have always put a wall around him. Huh? has thou made a hedge about him about his household about all that he has on every side thou has blessed the work of his hand and his substance is increased in the land look at the next verse but put forth your hand now and touch all that he has and he will curse you to your face so now there's a lot of things the court didn't give us details but now he has presented the Lord said unto Satan behold now he's going to remove the restraining order because now Satan has given all the evidence why the guy must be there with Look at how God said, all that he has is in thy power. When did he get to his power? So, before the devil came to call, he was already, Job was already in his hands. He only, so he said, one translation is, he is already in your hands. I forgot the translation, but as I studied, one translation said that he is already in your hands. So, the fear met Job, literally came to the hands of the devil. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he has is in thy hand. Only upon himself put not forth thy hand. So you see, now he has removed the restraining order from the properties, from the children. Now the restraining order is only on Job. It is that he's the only one you can't have. But apart from that, everything. Let me show you another method he also killed. So that he can reinforce the fear. <laughs> Uh, let me see the reinforcement of the fear. Come to New Living Translation and let me show you something. Somebody say, 
Fear under reinforcement. I am using a building term. You see this thing is called column. Do you understand? There is some iron rust inside. You call it iron rust. How you call it? Huh? It is called reinforcement. The reinforcement is a way to be giving additional strength to something. So if you just cast this column without the iron rust, it can break. What is not making it break? So when you go to your house, your first floor, all the floor they did, they use iron rust. It is what is not making the concrete collapse. If we leave the concrete without the rust, it will collapse. So reinforcement is additional strength. Now let's see it. All right, you may test him, everything. Go to the next verse, verse 13. Let's see how the judgments are. One day, everybody say one day. one day. When Job's sons and daughters were feasting at the oldest brother's house, plenty with all the service, a messenger arrived. Everybody say messenger. messenger. At Job's home. With this news, your oxen were plowing. With the donkeys feeding beside them. Watch this. When the Sabians raid us, they stole all the animals and killed all the farm hands. I am the only one who escaped. So he always killed to leave one to come and announce the bad news. To reinforce the fear. If all of them die, nobody will carry the news. But one must not die. So demons kill everybody but one. So when you study all through, somebody must come and carry the news. And the more the news came, the more Job was under apprehension. Be careful what you hear. Huh? Next verse, look at it. <laughs> Reinforcement. While he was still speaking, so this one has come. He has spoken to Job. Oh, run and come. When now we have what is happening? Let's see this one's news. Ah, while she was still speaking, still speaking, another messenger arrived with this news. The fire of God has fallen from heaven. Some just pull himself and say, I'm going to make This papa. Lord God, why have you allowed this thing to happen to me? Bro, some touch me. That statement you made, the devil is seriously under your truth. He has presented a picture to let you feel like God is the one who has attacked you. Oh, I'm preaching. <laughs> the fire of God has fallen from heaven and burned up all your sheep and all the shepherds. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. So, when you are in where am I? Where are you? You can't the next one. Why she was still speaking? Huh? A third messenger arrived with this news. Three bands of Chadian raiders have stolen your camels and killed your servants. I am the only one escaped. Fourth messenger. While she was still speaking, so all of them cry on message. Everyone, the devil will not make sure they don't finish speaking. Then another one come. Huh? Huh? Yours, this one is the heavy one. Your sons and daughters were feasting in their oldest brother's home, having a party. Suddenly, a powerful wind swept from the wilderness and hit the house on all sides. The house collapsed and all your children are dead. This is what is called the last straw that breaks the back of the camel. Wow, all your children are dead. I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Look at what happened after here. This one is. Eh, it hit him. Job stood up. 
and tore his robe. All the animals, he didn't tear his robe. All the animals, the women, the children came in. I want to hit him. It's gone. And the devil didn't even leave one child. Kill all of them. Because one child will bring you comfort. How to make sure the pain is gone. It's strong. You can wake up and the children you have raised all your life. One second, every one of them is gone. Please, I want to tell all these wonderful couples that are here. Life is more than the way you think. I was telling somebody misbehaving and I told him, I said, listen, the moment you start have wife and children, even if you don't want to love your wife, you have raised children, be careful what you do. Because there are things you can do, you will leave it for your children to pay for. every decision you make in life you have to be careful how you handle people you treat people how you are dealing with things that are higher than you how you talk about people I'm telling you one day when I had opportunity I will teach you some of those things in fact I told a couple I said there are decisions you can't make in life because of the children. Sometimes you cannot accept divorce. No matter how painful it is, you must stay because of the children. Because you are not living for your life alone. It's true your husband has committed adultery. Praise God. But for the sake of the children, you must stay. And a life that doesn't have the equation of what I call sacrifice. If there is no sacrificial life in you, you are not living. Because that is what Jesus did to save us. I love this Nigerian movie I was watching. And the girl ran away from his husband's house and came. And came to his mother's house. And unfortunately, he met his wild mother. And he had the mommy, I'm tired. Mommy, come tired. This stupid thing, I can't handle it. This nonsense must stop. This nonsense must stop. And he's going. They say, hey, stand, stand. Inko, what is it now? <laughs> mommy, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I found condom in his pocket. The mother said, throw it away. He said, Mommy, I'm not going to marry. He said, hey, hey, excuse me, please. Even in this house, we are not fitting here. Go back. Go back, please. Go back to your husband's house. And he said, Mommy, my husband is busy. He said, shut up. I don't want to hear that nonsense. You saw condom. I saw your father in a room with another woman in our bedroom. And because of you people, I didn't divorce him. I guess I cry. He said, Mommy, you did all this. He said, Get away before I lose my temper. You know, Nigeria. And you know, the common is thought, idiot. Right. No, there are people there. Eh, they pay price for you to sit where you are sitting. Yeah. One day I asked my grandmother something. My grandmother and his rivals, Omakrafono, they were like sisters. I'm telling you, my grandfather's. 58 something children. Hmm. It's a mystery. My mother and their stepsisters, they are so together. I've never seen them fight since I grew up. And even their mothers. When they are sick, my grandmother was old. And I say, so because I didn't understand how they did it. 
My grandmother told me something I will never forget. It was okay. Say me bufu, mami ra. Na me nene kwa. What does it change? Our children are eating together. My anger will not let your grandfather stop marrying. We better be friends and share. No, it's a sacrificial life. They live it. Raise children. And they are so together. I went for a funeral recently to bury my uncle. I saw even the 20 something or 18 that has left. Their unity, you can't break it. And the, even the way they did it was nice. If this one's children, he give birth, eh? this is one of the rival. This one will raise this one's children. This one will raise this one's children. So my mother was raised by his, 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 his stepmother. So some of them, it is when they grow, they knew that this is my real mother. And that Crawford were like sisters. Hey! My grandmother will get some gift. You send some to his. They live. It's amazing. My grandmother told me the tense of how they sleep with the king. Sometimes they do what swap. But me say, oh, eh, my And then they to The one on duty can ask somebody to uh, uh, to hold the fort. Is that the call? Hold the fort for me. And so because are you an enemy? You say Obeba. I say I'm Ponsan Eba. I'm Ponsan. You won't find no. You won't find no. You must be Jine Mubano. My girls are very powerful, man. Hey, I learn a lot of things. This generation doesn't want to sacrifice anything. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Who should make you happy? This has nothing to do with happiness. Listen, I was in America. They said 88% of the inmates in prison come from broken home. Statistics. I went to Ghana prison on my birthday. The man told me the same thing. He said most of the young prisoners, the, the, the majority of the prisoners were between the age of 19 to 21 or 22. That is the majority. He said most of them come from homes of either uh, the divorce or they don't know their father, things like that. There is a realm you come, you don't live for your life. You live for others. As I'm standing here, there's some things I can't do. I keep telling you, I can't do some things. No, I can't make some terrible mistake. It will be dangerous and I will disgrace heaven by going by my failing. No, because God has entrusted destinies into your hand. People will pass through rain just to come and listen to what you are saying for them to have hope. Then you jump on a woman because you just want to have time. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. Where I'm standing, I am walking. When I move, the Lord told me, everywhere step you carry, you carry people alongside. So I am living. There are people, they see you, they have hope. There are people, they hear you, they have hope. I can live in pressure. No. Does it mean you will not be tempted? No. You must master yourself in such a way that there are some things you don't yield to. Because you have to look at the thousands and the tens of thousands that look to you. A pastor told me it's not because of you I've given up in ministry. And today his church is growing. 
he said the day i was giving up is the day i heard you for the first time in my life so i can't walk around this guy is nice and not in i'm simply the you i can't do that no i can't no hallelujah I can't. Even if, I mean, God forbid. But even my wife doesn't like me, my wife doesn't love me, I cannot just get up and walk away from her and throw away because Lord, the Lord told me that. Listen, I asked the Lord a question. Some pastors have divorced and they are living free. What do you say about that? He said, because people's marriage don't depend on them. He said, you have given you a message that sustains marriages. So you must keep your marriage. And God answered me. <laughs> so I cannot go around and try to just do it in how I feel because even if I'm in pain, I must see in the pain and sacrifice. Do you think Jesus was happy going to the cross? Last week he wanted to run away. Saw the thing and said, hey, if it's possible, remove the cup. We thank God for what he added, not my will. God said my will is that die. Don't sit there and look at yourself alone and it's not me. I'm not happy and it's not making me happy. I just want to be happy. It's not about happiness. No. How many years do you have for here? Even if you want 20. Huh. Some years ago, I was in bed in power and Reverend Piakufi was celebrating his 50th birthday. I organized the party. I said, 50? Hey, Papa, you are growing. I look like I was very far. I said, ah, 50 dead. Hey. Recently, I was there. Mommy said, Next year, you are 50. I said, huh? <laughs> when Papa came to me, I said, Papa, do you remember? I told you that. Hey, Papa said, see, I'm 50. Papa, wait, when you knew. Papa said, yeah. Say, say, I'm your sister. Say, 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 I will come here and preach your sister very soon. <laughs> People used to say, time is short. I didn't understand. You can sit here until 20 years far. By the time, bah, bah, you are there. That's why God wants us to be humble. Today you are 25, 30. You are beautiful walking around, talking to your husband. What is it? Other men are chasing me. After 50, nobody will chase you again. Nobody will chase you again. No. <laughs> nobody will chase you again nobody will chase you those who are chasing you just that they, they, are, they are just confused that's why they are chasing yeah, but they are not chasing hallelujah that's what it is yeah everything else at time we need humility yes, oh yeah, yeah yeah we need humility amen yeah you after i realize that the more you grow the more you lose appetite for a lot of things yes. a lot there are things you don't you are not interested again there are things it doesn't look like anything. There are things you are fighting for now at a certain age. When they dash it to you, cry, you don't know. Yeah? Today, people can give me things. I've even forgotten. There was a time, hey, where is my distance? Hey, it's not there. No. It's very important. There are things that, yeah, I'm telling you, as for the Bible, it's true. That book, that book everything that book says is the only book that tells you about your past your present and your future so you don't need anybody to come the bible can give you a prophecy if you take the bible it can tell you where you are going sure there is time for everything so you don't live for yourself we have to humble ourselves and we have to just we have to just believe god to fulfill the will of god for our life as i'm standing here i have to beat all us Forget about, no matter what pain I go through, I must fulfill the will of God for my life. 
That's the most important. I have to do the reason why I was born. No. I must be a blessing. I must be a contact for marriages not to break. I must be a contact for hope. I must be a contact for encouragement. Now, what do you think when you come to church and you call somebody by the, by the grace and the mercy of God and he said, I have drawn 80,000 to prophets to want my potency to come back. And I've prayed. Share. <laughs> 80,000. He said, one day he paid consultation fee, 3,000. I want to see that next year by this time. You are a millionaire. Amen. You are happy. You are joyful. Your business is booming. Amen. You are in good health. Amen. And you are serving the Lord. Amen. If the devil tempts Jesus, you tempt everybody. Yeah, but there's some things you can't do for the name of Jesus' sake. There is a certain peace you enjoy when you decide to walk with Jesus. All these things you finish, you regret. What is inside? It's nothing. With all, I mean, jokes aside, I saw four bro. As if the devil has thrown some women in the church and the pastor that are not disciplined, they are getting trapped. It's becoming a common thing. One of the things that is trapping, I see all this stupid thing, I quantra, quantra. Most of the women that trap them, they use that thing. I'm coming for counseling. And when they come, they, they charge the atmosphere. And the guy's defenses are broken. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Well, let me take some questions and then we close. Yes, give it to my dear over there. Yeah. Prophet, please thank you very much for your message and uh, yes. the spiritual uh, expect, uh, understanding that you've given us. Right. I want to ask this question. Mm -hmm. If you are praying for, perhaps, let's say, your son, and you want to enter the courts of heaven and make, um, ask for mercy and make some, pray some prayer that will get that child or whoever out of a certain situation, even though, of course, the person may have been offended, God asked, um, it happened to Job where it was said that because of fear. If Job, perhaps in quotes, had somebody who was perhaps praying on his behalf, how could the person have acted in order to save Job so that he wouldn't have had the negative things that had happened to him? Very, very good question. Very good question. The thing is that when it comes to things like fear, it's very difficult to stand in intercession. Nobody can pray for you. Nobody can pray for you. If I pray for you, and you don't do anything about it, you see, everything written was written for our learning. That is why God didn't put there that anybody pray for Job. At the end of the day, even Job's friend accused him because they didn't understand why the things were happening to him. Naturally, what happened to Job has no understanding. And Eliphaz then were saying that if you have not seen, this thing will not happen to you. But the sin was not the sin of adultery, it was the sin of fear. So there are sins we commit. And we think, because I have not committed adultery, fornication, I have not seen. But we call something we call 
filthiness of the spirit, Paul wrote, and filthiness of the flesh. There's something we call sins of omission and sins of commission. There are physical sins and there are spiritual sins. Now, God will judge the spiritual sins faster than the physical sin. That means that if I go and commit adultery and you are living by fear, you stand the chance for the devil to deal with you than me that is committing adultery. You give the devil. So this thing says, you can pray for somebody to be. Because, listen, if somebody is not born again and we are praying for the person to be saved, it's a good place for intercession. But in this case, you have already come to the kingdom. It's assumed that you are a Christian. Because I don't have any biblical support from the word to see how you can pray for a sinner who is living in fear. Because the, the first antidote for that fear is to come to Christ. But after you come to Christ and you are reading the Bible, at a certain point of your life, God is saying that I don't expect you to live in fear. If you decide to live in fear, God is saying that it comes with consequence. So his question is that, how does somebody stand in a gap to pray for somebody that is living in fear? I don't have a scripture to support it. That if my, if, 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 if this is my sister and it's a Christian and it's living in fear, I can only encourage him, don't be afraid. But I can't have a scripture to stand. Lord, I curse the spirit of fear and let fear depart. He's the one. That is why I told you. Now listen. Give me first, second Timothy chapter one and verse number 17. I said a point if you were not here. I made a very strong point in the King James Version. I said that God has not given us. Huh? And I told you, if it can be given, then it can be received. Yes, huh? yes, God has not given us the spirit of fear. So if there was a giving, there was a receiving. Yes, and if I give you something you receive and you don't like it, you just can throw it back. the way I can answer is that you were saying that how can you there's a first one you said very complicated how can you go to the court of heaven I just teach you about the court of heaven but you need a certain revelation to go there you don't go because you heard me preach you go because you have also built and have a revelation about it because I can act on the scripture and get a resource based on revelation but you can act on it based on letter So you have to stay on the scripture until it becomes also a revelation for you before you can act on it. I hope I've tried to answer your question a little. I hope you are satisfied. So when it comes to standing in the gap for people, one of the first things you can do is that you pray for people who are not safe to be safe. When they become safe, they are responsible to grow in the Lord. The best you can do is to teach them. Because I can teach you the word, but your, yes, the rate of your spiritual growth depends on you. Yes? Mm -hmm. Thank you for your time this morning, Prophet. Mm -hmm. um, my question is, as parents, we have general concerns and worries. How are we able to isolate or discern that these are natural worries or fear is setting in? Come again. When you say natural worries or fear, um, 
as parents. As parents, or in, can, you, can you give me some specifics? Um, let's say if your son is not doing well in school, or it's not picking up schoolwork like you'd want to, um, you'll be worried or concerned. Uh, but if you are not careful, then you can tip into a fear that he's not going to be a successful person in life. So I think the question is, um, when, well, what is the balance? To, what is the balance? There's yeah. no balance on it. The thing is that once God says don't do it, don't. He spoke about worry. He spoke about fear. If I start saying that, my dear is saying that, to start to let you, you are worried about something, it leads to fear. Now you are worried because maybe the boy is not doing well at school. And as long as you are worried, because we are not permitted to be worried. It's in the Bible. Be anxious of nothing. Don't worry about anything. The reason is that, I'll give you an example. When I was at school, I was not very good in mathematics. And at that time in school, you have to be very good in mathematics and English to get somewhere. You write common entrance. It's English, math, verbal, and quantitative. My mother and my father both had mistress. And because they are educationists, they see future as somebody must be academically planned. But after over the years, I went to school. I was trained as a construction technician, civil engineer. I am not using it. That is not what I am using. I was not created to be a mathematician. This is what God called me to do. If my mother worried and died, So let me tell this, let me tell it, let me, let me answer the way Oda Robert said. Do your best and leave the rest for God. Amen. However, I can promise you, because this whole thing is generational. Look at something. Paul said, the faith that was in your grandmother, it was in your mother, and I believe it's in you. So the, you read about, we could see that the children we have raised, that we are saved, that we keep bringing them to church. The devil may try to think he's diverting them. Or a Robert's son, Richard Robert, at a point was in a Hollywood praying guitar at disco. That time his father was the most celebrated man of God in the world. Until one day he returned from the disco, he was crying. Became born again. Took the mantle of his father, started doing crusade. So you see, we can be assured that God will not disgrace us. Yeah. Because one, no matter how it goes, the seed of the righteous shall be mighty on the earth. Your children shall be like olive tree run about your table. All these are scriptures you must stand on. And even when you see they are not going the way you are expecting, stand by the authority of God's way. Reverend Yakufi, my spiritual father, was in third. She stopped school. The father almost disowned she was his only son. Very, very offended. Amen. Later, he was just in a woods praying. He converted his family all into Christ. He became popular than everybody in the family. All of them went to school, master's degree, but the one that couldn't finish is popular than all of them. So you see, when God said we shouldn't worry, 
she knows how the story will end. So we have no right to be worried. We have no right to be anxious. Because when we are anxious, what can we even change? So, let's be at peace. Let's thank God. Do our best that we can do. And trust God now. Faithful is you as callers. God is not unrighteous to forget our labor of love. I have cousins. You know, our family is a big family. My grandmother has six children. That is on that side. And I have cousins. They were very sharp academically. Me, when we go to school, those they when we come, we are not one of those people that some people they are report when they come. Please. I have a cousin. He was first from class one to form five. She got to form five, start smoking weed. Me, ho. I've told you that this will be a tankers. <laughs> and today, I don't know how God did it, but he has changed my destiny. Yeah. In fact, one of my cousins from another side, one of my grandmother, he said God has called him. The father called me, it's okay. Your calling, is it an SO or is it different? <laughs> if your call is an SO, then go. If it's not, then go and work. <laughs> when I heard it, it was very funny. But they say, if your calling is like the type that I say is doing, then I realized, I said, oh, wow. My brother told me, say, that this is your thing that's become a standard. That is right. This is about 10 years ago. Are you getting it? So, some of the children we are worried about, God has a different plan for their life. So, we have to come to the place and even come to know that the children don't just become too possessive and child. We are actually caretakers. God has his own plan for your children. Because when God can call your child, he won't consult you. <laughs> God never consulted my mother to call me. They didn't even believe God has called me. I'm the one who told them God has called me. So tell your neighbor, relax. Amen. So number one, we should stop anxiety. And we should make sure that it will not lead us to fear. And whatever it is, we must continue to trust God. The end story will be beautiful. Yes. So my question is, um, my husband likes to do ministry work, though he's not a full-time minister, mm -hmm. and um, he does counseling session for other people, especially young ladies. Mm -hmm. So now the question is, how do you, sometimes I want to be a part of the counseling session, mm -hmm. but he tells me some of the things are confidential. Mm -hmm. So, and my problem is, how do I deal with the fear of the unknown? You know, with all these young girls who want it. to have it. a time with him. Right. Let's clap for a very good question. <laughs> and honestly speaking, I will love I love this kind of practical questions like that. And and and, and. I'm quiet because there was a question that Jesus didn't rush to answer. <laughs> we caught this woman in the act of adultery. And Jesus was writing on the ground. I had one preacher, Jesus was writing, Lord, and then the one Muhammad and the Messiah. <laughs> he said, You wrote it in three first. Then he came to England and said, hmm, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall know God. After that, we are still finding out what Jesus wrote on the ground. The truth of the matter is that, my dear. 
Um, if I have to be brutally frank, number one, I don't have a scripture to stand on, but based on experience of if you just heard me about pastors, I'm talking. Most of the pastors who, and if I, before I accept that, I have just said that when I look at all the pastors that got into trouble, it has to do with this counseling thing. You see, one of the things the devil hates and she resented is to see marriages that are doing well. That's why I keep telling you that the devil never mind Adam in the garden until Eve appeared. Adam was in the garden for quite a long time before he came. But whilst he was there, Satan didn't even pass there. The moment Eve came, he entered. So, um, we need to cancel people. We need to do it. But my point is that if the two shall be one, that means that you don't want to come and tell me something. It's not everything about people's life that my wife is aware. She's not even interested to know. And sometimes, it's not even his business. I don't tell him. There are things even I said it. He, he's really in the pulpit for the first time. Yeah, and that's it. But you don't also think that when you tell me something, it should be secret to my wife. Because married people, if they are really having a very good marriage, there's something called communication, and they talk. And when I'm talking, I have nothing to talk. I must talk about you. <laughs> what should I talk about? Sometimes it's not even intention to talk about. Maybe there's a conversation. There are times I'm teaching, maybe I explain something to mommy. I can use you as an example. Like today, there are things I've said. Maybe you don't know the people. Some of you don't know, but I've used them as an example. And I've talked about it. Because everything written in the past was written for our learning. My experience about it is that nobody's predicting evil. But the system is not the same. The kind of people we are dealing with in the church now, they are totally different from when we became born again. So, because you have asked an answer, you have asked a question that the answer really does not affect you. I am a little bit careful. I wish your husband is here. And I will tell him that. There is nothing wrong in getting involved. Look at this story. Bishop Taki Aboy said, a lady came to her for deliverance. God. And then, while she was about to start the deliverance process, because deliverance is effective when you do it privately. Most times, the general deliverance, there are things left. If you really want people to be totally delivered, the one or one can really solve the problem totally than the general one. So most deliverance ministers will advise that some things, you take the person in isolation, you come, maybe the deliverance team, you take her through deliverance. So the lady came and then he said he heard the voice of the Holy Ghost say, call your wife. Whether it's intentional or not, I can't tell. Because when people start manifesting, is it real manifestation? But in the process, 
you are saying you are going to do deliverance. So if I do deliverance and I'm a woman and I tear my dress, the brain behind is a manifesting. But I don't have any machine to test whether it's a real manifestation. But as like I'm saying, come out. His come out is that, oh, cr, cr, cr. He said the lady tear his dress and he left it only his underwear. Panties and he's standing there. But after the Holy Ghost, I say, call the wife. Now, for the Holy Ghost to say, call the wife, God knows the mindset of the woman. Because me, when you say something, I can go back and logically, I will meditate on what you have said. Why did the Lord say that? Okay, two ways. It might be that it is a, it's, 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 it's a genuine manifestation because in deliverance, things like that can happen. I've done deliverance, I've seen people talking with a male voice. The voice coming to them is not their natural voice. So, whatever it is, what the Lord is saying is that at that state, it can affect you, the deliverance minister. Anything can happen to you. So, she called her wife. So, I think that one, normally in ministry, when we are couples, we do ministry together. One way or the other. Hmm? There are things I give it to mommy to handle because you handle it better than me. When I come in, sometimes God will tell me that this thing, don't get involved because I'll come with the spirit, this militant spirit. But this one need police. There are some people who bring the army, they will come and spoil the whole thing. My temperament and my style, but you handle it in a way that it will be. So I say, that's what it is. But it has to do with where you go to church. If your husband is not a pastor, but he's doing counsel, more or less, you don't become a pastor because you are wearing credit card. You become a pastor by calling. And if you don't wear credit card, that doesn't mean you are still not called by God. So one way or the other, I can conclude that your pastor, your husband is in ministry. He's doing what they call lay ministry. He's working and doing things. He has discovered that when he cancel people, he's effective. So he's doing it. Now he's doing cancel with a lot of people. The things you are afraid, I can tell you that. It doesn't change from Job's one. The thing which I greatly fear, it can come. There are some fears here. It's an instinct of the Spirit of God in you prompting you. You may call it fear, but it's a word of wisdom saying that this thing must be guided. One day I was in a play, and by the grace of God, the class where I am, sometimes you are flying from Dubai to America, you get internet to your land. So people are using internet, we are on Wi-Fi. And then I received a call. And I saw the pastor's wife, as a friend's wife was called. When he called, he started crying. He said, Prof, I'm coming. I'm on my way to your place. I'm coming. I said, oh, So I, I said, no, I'm not in. I'm not in Ghana. As I'm talking to you, I'm in 45,000 feet above sea level. But by the grace of God, now you fly, you get internet. So he started talking. I really want you to talk to your brother. This thing is going to me. The way he's with his secretary now. It's disturbing me. It has come so bad that now the girl does not respect me again. She's trying to disrespect me. And normally when they start doing that, psychologically you can tell that something has set up. So in the play I put her, I said, don't worry, let me, so I call my brother 
whoever, because he referred to his response to me as a brother, and I told him that Penny, don't get yourself into trouble. I didn't even tell him that my husband has, because sometimes people come and tell me something, and they, they want to tell me the process. A lady came to me and complained about the source. I said, Prof, Daddy, don't let him know, don't let him know that I came to tell you. Because this will help. So I said, what do I do? Say, do it like you have picked it in the spirit. Hey, <laughs> 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 I said, Mo, <laughs> uh, there are three ways you can be a prophet. God called you. Number two, there are three. The congregation themselves can make you a prophet. And I sat down and laughed and I said, that one day, won't you tell your husband in their conversation that this thing prof gave you to tell you, he's not in no. I'm smarter than that. I'm more smarter than that. I won't even do that. So, to answer his question, all the men here, not just me, let's be careful. This church, this church, I have seen people come to church. They get close to some girls. Later, their wives come and complain, daddy. Sometimes you say this is like a joke. This guy come around my husband. Uh, they are laughing, they are laughing there was a girl here the man to come to church as if he come, my daddy, my daddy somebody saw them sitting in a restaurant in a very suspicious and took a picture and sent it to the wife in fact he took a video and the video one of the video I can't try chicken or this girl here no, it's a more lipstick the way I'm going to because you don't want to lipstick a gas point. He showed it to me. I watch it. Wow, I watch it again. So oh, this girl. Eh, is that not here? Wow, okay. So, Siri, um, you have to push it. And if you have a church, you are going. There's nothing wrong. Uh, there is nothing that looks like confidential. Nothing secret. My grandmother used to say, a dime was so. So if it come out of your mouth, if you think it's secret, they keep it. The only secret is the one you and the devil and God alone knows. But the one, even that one, God can give the word of knowledge to a prophet. Because David didn't go and tell Nathan that he has slept with Bathsheba. God told Nathan. So is it a secret? God can decide to reveal your secret. I have picked word of knowledge about people that nobody knows the story, but I told it. Amen. This boy that is walking around here that told you that you want to sleep with somebody and you have lost your potency. He didn't come to tell me. God revealed it. And I said it, they pulled him down. If he thinks it's a secret, it has been put out there. Huh? Once he came to kneel down there, it's no more a secret again. So, work on the fear and then, if possible, let your husband understand that the conclusion of the matter is if you are you, hmm, and if it is happening to pastors, these are men of God who pastor congregation. If they've done things for years, if they are getting trapped, then a counselor. Because the grace we need to be on the front, front line of the battle, if I'm standing here, the grace I carry to do what I do is stronger than you trying to counsel people. I come under some things and you can see that if the same thing is coming under you, you can't stand it. There was a great man of God in the time of America. He's called Jim Swagger. Hey! Jim Swagger.
swaggered was. I mean, Chibi swaggered was like, at that time, he was more popular than Billy Graham. Jimmy, evangelist with music, keyboard. She can start playing keyboard and cripples will be working. She slept with a woman in the hotel. She was there, one of the uh, housekeepers came around. Pa, pa, pa. It became a news in America. Oh, shut the body of Christ. And uh, it was uh, a two of them, Jim Swagger and Jim Baker. And those days of young, I said, hey, how are the mighty falling? How can a man of such is caliber? I think Jim Swagger do crusade in Moscow, Russia. There's no country you penetrated that you stop him. He's not a counselor. Outstanding evangelist. Bam. Tell somebody, let's be careful. So, I mean, to answer the question, the only way to deal with the fear is that you have to let your husband know. Because when you leave it like it's just normal, it's not too good. I learned something about envious women. The extreme is not good. A pastor came to me and said that my wife is very envious because I, anytime I'm talking, I say, the enviness, what you call envy, is your security. Then I told him something. I said, listen, only a woman can tell who is a bad girl. Who is dressed and his face doesn't look like a bad girl. It means that. So what your bar nam, nasa nam, no, or even or buttons kakra, most soluble. Look, say, oh, appear, your sister can tell that this girl is a bad girl. Because that thing that can let her know is a bad girl is also in her. Now, sister, now mommy, and now somebody can pick something about the girl, certain movement, and they can take. So I told you, I said, no. What you are calling envious, your wife is protecting. I told myself, you are not even disciplined. Say, Papa, I say it's very simple. You should be so disciplined that you won't come to the place where your wife will complain. Because me have married close to 24 years. My wife has ever complained once about setting closeness with anybody because I have not created it. Can I say that again? I won't create it. I walk with the mind that I am not living with a tree. I'm living with a human being. Huh? If I have a car, and in my car, this fair Obronige is sitting in my car front, and I'm counseling, and he has put his leg on the dashboard. <laughs> and mommy come to see it, and I say, why are you jealous? See, I'm just counseling. It may mean nothing. But that action I've created, it speaks a lot of things. If a particular girl came to visit me in, his name, in the name of counseling, I have sat with her from 8 o'clock to 11. What are you counseling? Are you writing a book? The point I'm trying to say is that I will not create that atmosphere. I don't want to bring her to the place for even to say that I don't like it. No. I, I am the wisdom and the understanding I'm working in is higher than that immaturity. Because this is the truth. 
I will not make time for you to set fire in my home. I won't do it. If that is a reason you won't come to my church again, there is another one over the road there. Because you are not the first to leave me. No, I will not do that. What is the use of you coming to visit me when I go back? Then me and my wife is fighting. It doesn't make sense to me. No. So I won't create that atmosphere at all. So I won't even wait for her to come and complain that I don't like this thing. It has never happened. It will never happen. Because my understanding and maturity level does not bring me to that side. I have done ministry all these years. I have never done my own to it. I don't have any body that comes around. It was recently that we even allowed women to work in our house. Yes. And me, we have a house, maybe we have a caterer or something. Sometimes for three months, I have no, maybe the only language is, oh, how are you? Maybe I'm going to take something in a caterer meeting. Oh, how are you? That's all. Some of them has worked with us for one year. I have never sat down to talk to them for two minutes. That's not my job. Number two, I'm not the one who employ you. For instance, all the people that work in our house as caterers, I have never directly told them to cook for me. So if mommy is not there to tell them to cook, they'll go and buy food. It's my principle. So I can't walk to the caterer and say that, can you prepare this for me? I won't do it. So every food you cook, I'm not the one who asks her. It is mommy that will tell her. If, if mommy is there, I will tell her that, can I eat this thing? I will call her to call the caterer. I am in the house, she is there, but I will not go and tell her that I cook, because if you cook, he will come and save me. No, I'm telling you some of my principles. My wife is here, so if I'm lying, I can tell you. These are the principles I live in, and this is for years. So I won't do it. We have lived with some he stay with us when we come here. He said, When you go house, but never will he say that because oh madam, please can you no? So sometimes I'm in the house, he's in a boy's quarters there. I want to eat, it's easy to go, and then we go to the kitchen, he's there. Please, can you do this? No, D, can I can if I get fried egg, will it be? It's okay. No, wait, wait, wait. Okay. If you cook, how will he serve? No problem. So you cook, mom will tell her, just cook it, put it in the kitchen, cover it. I'll wait till you could cover it. The door is locked. He's going to the apartment. I'll come and carry the food. I'll go eat it. I'm telling you, it's not mommy's here. I won't. But I won't walk to you and tell you that cook for me. I've never done. I will never do it. I don't say don't do it. I'm telling you how. So when I talk about boundaries, I'm walking in. My boundaries are many. I've created a lot of boundaries around my life and I live in those boundaries. If you work there, you are working there as a caterer. You are not my friend. How are you doing? So I am not. If I come and you and mommy is talking, I won't add myself into the conversation. The conversation is, how are you? How are you doing? And then that's all. I pass. You go somewhere, I go somewhere. Amen. We don't have any conversation whatsoever. I have never sat to talk to her for two minutes. Where do you come from? What that? Yeah. One day I think I asked where you come from. But once I was talking, mommy was there. 
Oh, how are you? So you, where do you come from? Oh, I live here. Oh, I see. Where's your parents? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Blessings. Let's go. So I don't think if, if he's cooking my food, he knows it's my food. I, I'm not too sure where mommy tells her this food you are cooking for daddy. I don't know that one. I can't tell. But all I know is that the food is there. Then it comes. And the way we eat our food is you have to put all of them in a plate. If it's rice, then everybody comes to take some. Huh? So that's the point. But I'm telling you, this is just one boundary I told you. However, the boys in the house, I can sit with them. We talk. Those who have demons, I cast it out. <laughs> I plant flowers with them. They are fine. They are my friends sometimes. I take dress. I give it to them. You misbehave. I deal with you. Sometimes, hey, hey, go and bring flowers. Let's plant. They are fine. Then I put this one here. Let's follow me, daddy. They are fine. Then we do that. But the ladies know. For instance, the lady that cleaned our room, she can clean the room, but he can't touch our bed. The day he dressed the bed, I want to say, listen, when you come here, there's a limit. You can do everything, arrange everything, but our bed, don't touch it. If the two of us can't dress the bed, let's leave it the way it is. And I will Papa, don't worry. And when I'm a chilebi, I'm then I'm I don't know how I'm a chilebi, but I'm telling you, my wife is at the back. The mommy is listening, so I'm thank God this year. That's what it is. So when it come, uh, um, um, these days I, I've I've learned something. I've changed more. There was a time I didn't used to do it at all, but these days I, I lay the bed so much more. So I've given you two, but there are other boundaries. So there are so many boundaries of them. Amen. Yeah. I have a lot of boundaries I'm working in. It may be anti so, but it has helped me. I'm walking around. I'm not going to create anything. Because when you set the board, the devil will help you. What food can I cook you? Then you start. Then next Then you add, no. I don't give lift. It's a principle. Man lift fine, but woman lift no. I've done it about twice in my life. Nobody talk until we land where we are. One day I was driving on the motorway, those in the tow booth, there was a nursing sister standing there. I passed. But then I tell her, the Lord said, give her a lift. Because this girl must go to hospital and save somebody's life. Good. And nobody talk. We're in the car. Woo. Excuse me, sir. What's your name? I said, oh, my name? I will let you know later. And yeah, sometimes too. They say, wait, the second one, I did something. He asked me first question, second question, then I call Reverend If I call Reverend we'll talk for about 45 minutes. Say, the man, ah, Nana, can I, let me tell you this. I'm just preparing my next sermon. Do you know this scripture about? Both and I get in the middle street. We talk, I get down, he goes. All your troubles started with conversation. All your trouble. Vice versa. I know you, some of you ladies, mm, wisdom, wisdom. I have seen pastors whose house helps boys sleep with a woman. Yes, there was a case like that. The pastor won a lottery. You know now, because of the tricks, 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 
America. A pastor won American lottery. And now they will let to go and do DNA test. Because people put people's name to make sure the children. Five children, two of them was not for the pastor. Later they found that the two was for the boy who was living in the house helping them. That means of mommy doesn't have boundaries. Because boys Abraham said that pastor bread. As of bro. Ministry, all kinds of things. Right? Don't deceive yourself because you are dealing with the devil. She will create something to, to tarnish your image. You do it and regret. It happens. It's not just, it's not just, no. Hey, well, boy, you also a house help. You say, no, you know what you It is, it is stupidity to marry a man for four years. You don't know his weakness. Every man's weakness is another woman. Don't play games, no matter how you think your husband is strong. Don't create an atmosphere. A man can be strong until another woman appear. And there are no boundaries. And this is the connection to it. There are anointed people who are anointing to write Bible. They saw women bathing, they couldn't handle it. These are people of insight. Listen, the anointing to write the Bible is stronger than the one I'm preaching. They saw women bathing. It's not that the women were somewhere. They were bathing. The picture they saw, he couldn't depart from them. They push, 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 push until the brother slept with them. This is where women, men are vulnerable. When it comes to woman, no man is strong. When it comes to a woman after crossing a certain line, Behind a certain line, you can be protected. But who cross the line behind you are not strong again. There is a territory. As long as Bathsheba is there, once David says, call her. And Bathsheba came to the house. The moment the Bathsheba entered, the defenses are broken. It's gone. The question is, are you saw her bathroom? Calling her for what? What she did come and do? Yes. And there's another thing I saw. That one shook me. That, that one really opened my eyes. That means that it is easy for me to call somebody so based on the authority I carry. Against her will, he will open up for me. These are the realities you are dealing with. Amen. It does not mean you don't love your husband. It does not mean you are not a good person. You are face to face with spiritual authority. There is a mixture of a lot of things. The anointing has stay away because there's something about anointing. Once you disobey, it redraws. They left it to the woman. She will finish and regret and hate you. But it's done. So I can't take it for granted and call. It means that I cannot start playing with somebody and say, because he's somebody's wife. Something cannot happen between the two of us. All is boundaries. So I've just shown some of the boundary. It is not my intention to go and have anything to do with a woman that is cooking in my house. But I must create a boundary not to create any atmosphere. She's a young girl. She's not married. She's living in my house. I am not the first to sleep 
I'm not the first to be the story. You are not, you are, let me put this way. You have had the story of people who have slept with women living in their house. So what is the boundary? And that is what I've told you. Those who are careless, those who think they are oja, those who think they are heavily anointed, and they are walking around trying to be nice, and all these things about there's something they call, I'm just trying to be nice. I am not a nice man. <laughs> me, myself, I know I'm not nice. And I'm, I, I, you are not the one to make me nice. Because I don't want to be nice and disobey God. Yes, okay. Let me take maybe the last person also. Oh, lawyer, give it to lawyer. At least one man for now. Amen. I'll come to you again. Yeah, um, Prof. I think you you are entitled to all appreciation and gratitude for Thank you, sir. for for the great lessons you always teach, and and today is no exception. Um, what puzzles me a little bit, which I I wish to find out, is that now in a Christian marriage. The understanding is that uh, the marriage remains in force until death do us part, mm -hmm. and it's a covenant relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, this gives me the impression that there can be no ground for divorce mm -hmm. in a Christian marriage. Mm -hmm. But we know that in reality, these things are happening all the time. Mm -hmm. Perchance, is there in the scriptures? Uh, sanctioned ground on which a divorce can take place? That's the first question. Now, we also know that uh, when you, you, you have an affair, sexual intercourse with somebody, you are joined to that person. So, in a situation where a Christian for that matter, or a pastor divorces and marries another person. In the spiritual realm, is he considered as married to the new person or is considered as marrying two people? Now, in a situation like that, can we also, what, what is your view as to whether in a situation like that, the anointing the Christian, or for that matter, the pastor carries, is still there. And if the anointing really is gone, then my question is, what, what would be the pastor's business remaining in the pulpit? Uh, I wish you would give us your perspectives on these uh, wow. puzzling questions. And, and, and for your information, if you look at the way the question is come, he's one of the outstanding top lawyers in the country. This is a, I'm dealing with a legal brain. So pray for me. But let's clap for him for such an excellent. <laughs> Get me the scripture in the book of Matthew. Uh, Matthew chapter 19. And then I'll start answering lawyer's question from the scripture. Because once the Bible speaks... I want to say this. There is a scripture a lot of pastors have called that God hates divorce. Have you heard it before? Huh? Huh? There is a difference between the act called divorce and the divorcee. So God hates divorce, but he does not hate the divorcee. That means that when you divorce, the process 
The reason why he hates is that he considered the marriage to be a covenant. And one of the things God hates is to see covenant break. So the act, God doesn't like it. But it doesn't mean God hates you that the thing happened to you. Second question lawyer asks is that if a pastor divorce eh, and marry, which one of them? Okay, let's read the scripture. Let's read from verse 1. It was good. I wanted to read from verse 1. It will help. So let's take from. And it came to pass that when Jesus has finished this saying, he departed from Galilee and came into the coast of Judea beyond Jordan. Now let's go to the New Living Translation. It will break it. Sometimes they change some words when they are running the commentary. And it doesn't, this one is a translation. But this one is what is called commentary. They've added some things to modernize it. When Jesus has finished saying these things, he left Galilee and went down to the region of Judea, east of the Jordan River. Watch this. Large crowd followed him there and he healed their sick. Some Pharisees came, tried to trap him. So the first thing is that the question is a trap. Mm? Yes, when somebody wants to trap you, it's not a genuine question from their heart. They trap you with this question. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for just any reason? So this is the first thing. Have you seen the... Eh? the should a man... So they quoted. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for just any reason? What do you mean by that? It means that Maggie cook for me. Too much salt. Coffee. So that's what they ask. Now let's go to the next verse. You are going to quote scripture now. Haven't you read the scripture? So Jesus is now answering them. Haven't you read the scripture? Jesus replied. They, this is why I like the King James Version. Huh? And he answered them and said to them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them what? Male. And female come back to the new living trans let me see whether it is close having to read the scripture jesus replied they record that from the beginning god made them male and female it's not too different is it okay so let's keep going with this one and he said this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one Jesus is still answering the question. Huh? Since they are, they are no longer two, but one, let not one split apart what God has joined together. We are still trying to answer the question. Let's keep going. Hmm. Then the people came back. The people came back. So this one is another message, but it's not for you mature Christians. Why did Moses say in the Lord that a man could give his wife a written notice of divorcement and send her away? Stay there. Stay there. That means that when we take the Bible, there are laws in the Bible. It was given by Moses, but not God. That means that Moses looking at them as a pastor of the church, observing them, say, the way these people are behaving, let me make this law. So there are laws in the Bible. It is not God. It is Moses. When you come to the New Testament, Paul said that this one is not from the law, but as a man filled with the Holy Ghost, I am giving my judgment. So this one, 
It was given on condition of their attitude. From Moses. As their judge. Then why did Moses say. The law. Moses said in the law that. A man could give his written notice of divorcement. And send it away. So Moses wrote. Okay. The way I'm with the Every day this drop. Okay. Now write to her. From today. Um, I don't want to leave it to her again. Because. Kobebi. Then Jesus gave the reason Moses did that. Watch this. Watch this. Jesus replied, Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your go to the King James. I like the King James. Let's, let's read it in a translation. And what He said unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, not because it's God's direction, but the state of your character and your attitude. Hardening heart means that whatever we say, you have made your mind. So this is not God's plan. Jesus is trying to separate between what Moses wrote and what, what is from God. Because of the hardness of your heart, he allow you or he suffer you put, to put away your wife. But from the beginning. Now God's original intention, it was not so. And so God couldn't have continued with what Moses has written. Wow. So if I have to go to the Bible and teach you, I can tell you that is why you have to balance scripture with scripture. The Bible is a book, but it's not everything in the Bible that you have to just accept practically and move with it. Wow. For instance, you can't marry three wives because people marry three wives in the Bible. You must understand dispensations. You must understand, oh Lord, the way they are looking at me. Let me not confuse them. Let me go and answer the thing straight. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? So Jesus is answering, say, because from the beginning it was not so. Now let's keep going. She's going to answer the question. I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, whosoever shall put away his wife, I am married to her, and I give, whosoever put away to except, hear this, it be for fornication. It means that, from lawyers, to answer lawyers' question, they are conditioned to leave your wife. One of them is that if the woman decides to go and commit adultery, now let me tell you something about this Bible, that if a woman, you have to be careful. One day when I studied the Bible and the laws, I came to the conclusion that even the Bible has not been fair to women. And I'm telling you where this thing is coming from. It's a law. The reason is that the Bible has a punishment for a woman that has committed adultery or cheating. But it's no punishment for a man. The New Testament laws by the Holy Ghost doesn't permit a man. Because when you do it, you are sin. But if you go by the law, practical physical punishment, there's no one for the, for the man. That is why in Jesus' time, when they caught them in the act of adultery, they left the man and brought the woman. And they were going to kill her, quoting the same Moses. So the reason why Jesus didn't allow the woman to be killed is that he can't stand on Moses' law to cause a murder. If that law is from God direct, there is nothing Jesus could do about it. She has also be careful not to condemn the law of Moses because some of them help. 
Paul said it was a schoolmaster for grace to appear. Now watch this. Except for fornication. So, <laughs> and this is where the complication comes. Huh? Except it be for fornication. And, and I say to you, whosoever shall put away his wife, except for fornication, and shall marry another, huh? commit adultery. Hello? Hi. This one is a very complicated thing. You know? Now, we are preaching the gospel that if a woman is beating, a man is beating, a man divorce. It's not in the Bible. All of them has to do with the foundation. What will be the foundation? The guy you are going to marry, didn't you know he will beat you? You see, this something you can't preach it very strong because there are pastors who are victims. It's a very complicated thing. But the Bible is the Bible. Let the Bible answer for itself. Huh? So it's, it says that if you marry this one, if he has not done anything for fornication, you leave her and starts going out with this one. You are committing adultery with this one. That's all I was trying to say. That's what the Bible is saying. It doesn't matter. You are committing adultery. So watch this. God never accepted Bathsheba as David's wife. Up to the time he died, anytime he referred Bathsheba, he said, Uriah's wife. So even though the continuation was there, but all along is an adultery. Okay. And whosoever marry her. Now watch this. Oh. This one is the one you are living with. You drop her, you're going to take this one. You that start this one is committing adultery. If you also mistakenly come and marry this one, you are still committing adultery. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> Whosoever marry her, which is put away, that commit what? Adultery. So, the one that, the one, uh, you love this one, you want to marry this one. Who anyway, who committed adultery? Asian come and take this one. Asian too is committing adultery. Standard. So, adultery in the year, boss, uh, <laughs> And I grace a catastrophe now. It's, it's dangerous. Now watch this. <laughs> then the disciples shook their eyes and said, Hey! His disciples said unto him, If this case is of the man be so with his wife, it is good for a man not to marry. <laughs> Even the twelve apostles are there with party Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, the question of there's another sensitive question lawyer asks. If a pastor marries and divorces his wife, is the anointing still there? The anointing has nothing to do with your life, the gift and the callings of God. Yeah, without repentance. So that one don't go there. There is something about God. When you give something, you can't take it back. And I can prove it to you one million times in the Bible. Even the power I give to the devil, you couldn't take it back. You have to stay with him for the thing to be genuine and authentic. The devil is a retired angel. His power is still there. It's just corrupted. But, hardly. That is why David said, 
I will never kill the Lord's anointed. Even though the Bible said the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. An evil spirit came to him. But David said that he's still anointed. Because David knows the secret that God doesn't take things like that. So to answer the question, going around the place of anointing, never judge a man. I have seen pastors who divorce. Everybody know the divorce was not right. They became highly anointed. Is there any punishment for this one? Very good question. Very good question. Don't forget one day we all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. I don't know what the punishment the Bible said. There are some things the Bible is quiet about it. But God said don't do something. I don't even think the punishment you go to earth with. Some things people are getting it on earth. You might not know this is what you are going through. But most of the things happen to us is as a result of something that didn't go on well. And right. To answer the question, a man of God who has divorced I had the opportunity to sit with him. He told me something that would never leave me for the rest of my life. Can I tell you? How many of you want to hear? And I want you to know that she sat down and he told me that because sometimes all of us here, including myself, I will not take myself out. There is this thing that once a while the devil shoots in our mind. If I get out of this marriage, I will be fine and I will be sound. Everybody was married. Once in your life, you have had that tendency. The devil has swept up. <laughs> At least, let me get three sincere people. That will say what you are saying is true and I will continue. Three. Amen. Everybody. I'm not saying you said it or you didn't say it, but everybody that thought one way or the other, some friction, some misunderstanding, some confusion, and the thought is that, won't I get better coming out of this one? Watch this. Hmm. The man of God told me, say, Nana, never try divorce in your life. And he said, especially when you are the cause, there are people here there are women here. They went through divorce because the man divorced them. You understand it? Okay. Now, I won't go to the debt. The man told me that. Nana, never try it. It's a very serious. You will never understand why God hates something until you come face to face with it. And he said, when we're a man of God, it's very complicated. He said, for instance, my children are getting married. I have divorced my wife. I have married another woman. They say, let the mothers come and sign. That's number one. There are certain documentations in life is unchangeable. So my former wife carried my life, my name for life. Because there are certain things that cannot be changed. My current wife carried my name. Number two, this is what he said that shocked me. He said, I will explain divorce like amputation. You can be walking, but in the spirit. Part of your body is gone. It's me. Then he said number two. Hmm. He said there are other things I can't tell you. Or whatever it is. She now understand why God say hate. He said number two. You might sometimes think that if I leave this and go and go take this, I'll be happy. Until you enter this and you wish that you should have kept this. 
because the devil will make sure he will anoint this one whatever you run away from here you will give it to this one good measure press down second you then start running over flying over fly over is it a blessing if i've answered lawyer's question well no matter which angle you look at it from that is why i said in part of my meeting that there's a certain place you come you don't live for yourself again you sacrificially live so that others life will be better You can have your excuse. I don't know what happened to you. It might be that this room, some people have gone through divorce. Now, I've heard people say that. that remember there was a musician in Nigeria. The husband beat her until he died. And, 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 and then he died. And this one, eh, when they are killing you. But you see, the Bible doesn't have any scripture that says when they are beating you, divorce. It's not there. There's something we call human philosophy human ideology it makes sense but it's not biblical the authority is the word amen so i tell people a broken courtship is better than broken marriage even a broken engagement is better than broken wedding so if you know that then you cannot marry a man that will beat you when you say you don't know you desperately want to prove that you to you are married because some of you overlook things until you meet it in reality you can tell. So I didn't call him. Amen. The way you get angry and he's shaky. No, for instance, you are caught with a guy. He sleep with you every Saturday. After all night. Now, I bought a job Saturday. I bought a job on Saturday. Now, that act now, when they come out, we have You cannot promise that after you marry, she won't chase other girls. So don't come and tell me he's a womanizer. You know it. Okay, because you are Yes, there is something about women. There's some, some. They are very, very complicated. And the way they are very special. Hey, do you know the foundation of marriage? Can I tell you that? You know everything you want to see in life and the way to go. You have to get it from Genesis chapter 1, 2 and 3. Huh? For instance, go back and check originally. If you want to see the rare thing, the process to get married, go back to the garden and study Adam. Huh? Now watch it. Number one, you realize that the process God gave into marriage to marry. God said that. God created the man. He gave the man work first. Huh? The man was in his presence. So the man has work. The man was in his presence. So the woman met the man in God's presence. So when you are married, you must find two things in a man. <laughs> now let me show you your own. This girl is in the presence. Huh? Stand outside. You stand outside. When he pray, 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 nobody's coming. Then he leaves the presence. Then he go out of the presence. Go out. Hold this guy's hand and try to drag him. So this is what you believe. You believe that you can finish marrying outside the presence. 
and then your mind is when you marry, then you will drag the man into the presence. That is why most of you married guys who are not Christians. Now, it's my work for her, but God said that meet her in my presence. So you see the way you know that guy now come on stranger me. I'm quite sorry. That is a guy. Now listen, if you come and marry this man, let's say he's not married, but the years he has been in church, if you pledge and you go and tell him that support me, he'll give you the money. But the boy that you are dragging from outside into the presence is all the foundation for trouble. That's it. Because God said, meet your Adam in the garden. Don't go outside the garden and bring the guy and try to bring him in the garden because a man cannot bring a man into the garden. It's God that brings man into the garden. So meet somebody that God has already put in the garden. See that? Then after that, you come and pre- come and sit down. Sorry again. After that, you come and pre- present yourself as if pastors are not anointed. Hey, daddy. Then say, our dear name come. Daddy, name I'm Kuhi. My husband. Daddy, name I'm Oyen. I'm in Tiasie. Daddy, I'm so nantem. Namu kote namu nantem. What nantem? Kukwasi, kubasi, and kofu. Eh, friend say. Whatever you people are and it descend on you. I'm sorry to remind you of the things that uh, happen, but that's the truth. There are some of them by grace. They did all this thing. When they step into the church, the guy changed. Both of them changed and they enjoy. The thing you are talking to me, I don't know because we did it up after that. We are all fine. Uh, don't worry, I have a message for you next. I come out tell you to the old issue. So it's there. There are some they were they are just ignorant. For instance, if me and mommy were not Christians and we are all in the world, and then after we did what we are doing, we come to Christ. It's different from you knowing the truth. Because some of if you are in a church, not say oh no be caught, no do hotel, no be oh yeah, usher. We are group. sorry. I mean, why something will break your heart. There is something that tells you know. So there are some of you. Eh? There is no justification of the sinful life you were living because you were in the church. Last question, Amen. Amen, Papa. Thank you so much. Um, it's been a blessing following you. And even in my office, when you try to do something, they say, hey, this girl, she's a potato, and if you try, something will happen to you. Wow. And Amen. Um, my first question I've been answered from the lawyer's question. From the lawyer's and, question? Yes, please. And yes. then the second one is uh, something that really confuses me every time, especially um, when... Most of the time, I follow you on the radio. Mm-hmm. So when the fasting was declared, 70 days, I decided to join. So when I told my sister, she said, ah, now you cry, no. So I need 70 days. Now then, I 
So, following you for all this time, it has changed my life to become more prayerful than I used to be. So, the confusion is still there. Uh, and it's really, really confusing. So, I wanted to know. And then, anytime. Wow. <laughs> Now, let me say this. The move of God in Ghana started with what we call the Pentecostals, predominantly the Apostolic Church. Then, Pentecost break out of the Apostolic Church. Before that, the Orthodox churches were there Catholic, Presby, Anglican, Matthias. The senior one is Catholic, the next one is Anglican, then Presby, and then Matthias. Then from the Pentecost, of Pentecost, the charismatic move started barely around 40 years. Let me say, give it maximum about 45 to 50. The charismatic move started in Ghana. Because Archbishop has celebrated 40 years in ministry. And probably Axin is the first charismatic church in Ghana. So the charismatic church breed another group called the prophetic move. It started with Orion Cinema in Circle. Then the prophetic move was to zoom in, pump out of the charismatic church. That is where the prophetic started in Ghana. Pa, 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 pa. This whole thing it started with the prophetic move. The prophetic move brought it to existence. That um, the Old Testament talks about the multitude of counseling. There is safety. That counsel is not a matter of it's ability to go to church and hear quality rich word. That is what we call the total counsel of God. I preach a balance. When it comes to healing, you have knowledge about it. Prosperity, you have knowledge about it. When it comes to deliverance, you have knowledge about it. When it comes to faith. So whichever side the devil comes, you have a way to meet him. Then at a point, it has to generate what is called, number one, man must work in vitamin M. So, in the prophetic move, if Julie is coming for counseling, there is a fee. Because they came out with a view that, me preach you if you want to engage me in another point, then you have to pay. So, they started it. Hallelujah. They started it. Um, the interesting thing about that is that uh, it's a false human ideology because if you are a Joel Austin, and your church members are 30,000. <laughs> you have to do a quantity for 30,000 people. They have a scripture background for it, and that is Moses sitting down and counseling people. Number one, it is one of the things that was going to kill him and kill his ministry. Because later Jethro came back and corrected that no, what you are doing is not correct. So stop it. Now hear this. 
she says something that she has followed my ministry and then it has created something around her that oh if, if you go around there you are trying to maybe uh, boss her do you understand boss to boss again uh -huh. oh boss you know you, are, you know bossing yeah oh yeah they lie uh-huh so okay so then yeah so, so you're my liar yeah is there nobody will be your life sad boy of a so you lie yeah now yeah oh he's a portrayal that kind of thing that means that the word i've been preaching has already solved the problem of counseling this is my estimation about counseling when we stand here and we take the microphone there's something called upon spirit the upon spirit is a special anointing added to the oil because from next week i'm going to teach you the spirit in you and the spirit upon you <laughs> and i'm going to teach you different levels of the prophetic the word as a prophetic word the spirit of the prophet the word of the prophet and the office of the prophet and the gift of the prophet we have to know all these ones but that is for this next week watch this if i preach this word eh, and the word doesn't change you which is the spirit within and upon sitting down eating banquet and fertility and you come and sit for counseling is deception number two before you finish clapping it is not the word i say that mean anything it is the one the holy ghost put his power and grace on it that pump it into your heart and turn your life so sometimes i go to a place and then some pastors will tell me no prof i like the way please can i get your sermon then i tell them i don't have a sermon oh you don't have a sermon then i told one pastor i said that's why your people has no change what do you mean by that i said you can preach a sermon and not deliver a message What changes people is the message. It's not that homiletically accurate sermon. So all this about counseling and that most of the pastors who are falling into the trap of immorality, most of them, I can promise you, 80%, it has to do with this counseling session. Most of them. I do counseling if need be i sit with people that did this and this and this and if need be. if i see it makes sense i'll give you direction i don't make it a ministry because there's no counseling ministry in the fivefold for instance there's another ministry they brought in which is not in the bible they call it deliverance ministry it's not in the bible apostle pastor teacher evangelist every child of god is supposed to cast out the demon there are no people who are specialists to cast demons. But because your mind has accepted, sometimes when we are even correcting it, you won't accept it. So the, the truth I want to make is that he's trying to tell her, oh yeah, 
a country. A day no we had a country for. No. The country is listening to tapes, reading your Bible, coming to a place and listening to rich message. What is it? A message that is changing your life. So somebody walked to me yesterday and said something that probably make my honor to say, I bless God for your life. This is what I do. Powerful. Say, you know what? I have lived an adulterous life for 14 years until I listened to you for the first time. I am standing here. I started following your ministry for five years. And I can tell for the first five years, I started following for the now. I have never committed any adultery up to now. And listen, he said, your messages has changed me. It's not that I have not heard an other pastors talking about something that adultery is not good. But listening to you, something hit me. And it changed me. And the wife was standing there smiling. And the wife said, thank you daddy. That message. Those people don't need a country. Okay. Now who want a, oh, you want a country? When we are going to Jubilee Tabernacle, don't turn here. Pass right. When you get here. <laughs> and I can tell you that. All the things people ask and sit down and waste pastor's time, they already know what to do. They just don't want to take responsibility. It's a good place to clap for Jesus. Listen, if you are maltreating your wife, you know that you must change. You are just coming around the pastor to employ his authority to misbehave. But truly, there is nothing I can tell you that you don't know the right thing to do. And what is the guarantee that if when I give you the right direction, you will obey? Rest my case. Amen. Okay, give it to the man. Give it to this one first. Yeah. Daddy, thank you so much for everything. Uh, That's my second time here. On the second time here seeing you. I see. Uh, this, I just came in. My name is Jacob Usensi. Uh, Daddy, I'm, I'm asking this question because of the fear. Uh, when you read Job chapter 1, you just know that uh, Job was doing everything for the family to be secured. By when they finish their feast, he will offer sacrifice and other things. But why was he having that fear in him? In the first place, should you have done the sacrifice? If you were here last time I was preaching, I said that. It was a probability. It's anticipated. The reason he was doing the sacrifice because he was afraid. He said, he said, peradventure, they have seen. He didn't have any evidence that the children have seen. If you raise your children from a Christian home, there are certain cultures they are used to. They know that this is wrong. They know that this one is taught in church. So, the reason is that they might have cursed God. How can children that are raised in a godly home and say, Lord, we curse you? It's not possible. So, he was doing all that because of the fear. That is why I say the worst thing you can ever do is to act on your fear. What Job was doing was he was acting on the fear. And that leads to it. Okay, give it to you. Thank you for the opportunity. And I'm so blessed for these few weeks that I have been here. My question comes, uh, I 
as I got an insight when you were looking at uh, lawyers, you were answering lawyer. There is uh, the word uh, the nineteen Matthew nineteen verse six. It said the King James said, "Wherefore they are no Matthew more." Matthew nineteen six. Put it on the screen. What? You read for your don't worry. Uh, okay. Or if you want to read from the screen too. Okay. Mm. Wherefore they are no more twin, but one flesh. Mm. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Uh, I married my wife, though we are not, we are still young. We are we are babies, in the ministry of marriage. I married her on the conviction that. She is the gift of God for me. But in this generation, people marry for various reasons. Sometimes in a year, two, they see that mm, it was not what it is meant. So many happens. They are either moved by a mother pushing, friends advising, maybe you don't worry about their reason. You think about yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank but you. The reason is that there are a lot of circumstances. Yes. Uh, sometimes it's very difficult to look at your line and think everybody's life will go by your line. Yes. Uh, it's working for you because probably God's grace and that. Most times, uh, there are things you start in initially. It doesn't look like it's a mistake until you get to a certain point. Yes. Number two, it can also be that. Every relationship will be tested. Every relationship. Maybe your test has not started. Yes. So you are talking. The test can start after 20 years. Yes. It can start after 10. Yeah. Some tests are 30. Grace. I thank God that you are young. Grace. So you ask your question and stay away from those who did it for different reasons. Okay. So my question will now be He said, He said, uh, Wherefore, they are no more twin but one. Please, there any spiritual grounds where the one, they being one, can be two? Because we, we, there must be unity when they are one. We are living in the, in the practicality. You are in the house. There's no peace. The two of us are so entrenched with the decision that I can't do it anymore. The children are being devastated. Nothing is working. Counseling after counseling, everything not working. Is there any spiritual grounds where that one can be twinned again? Okay, so what you are trying to say that you are trying to rewrite the Bible? No. <laughs> Number one, the higher spiritual ground is the Bible. So once the Bible says something, no editing. So when you ask whether there's a spiritual ground to reverse the one to make it twin, the answer is no. What it means is that God's calculation is different from our calculation. When we went to school, they say one plus one is two. God say one plus one is one. So it all is very deeper than the way you were explaining it. The moment you and this is elderly people. The moment you go into sexual contact with people, this is where the one thing comes in. 
Sex joined people's souls together. I don't want to go back and tell most of our trouble, even in the marriages, most of the troubles of divorce, most of the troubles of what you say misunderstanding is because we have contacted other souls before we came to contact the souls of our partner. That is why the Bible's specification for marriage is that I live a pure life. This lady live a pure life. The day we marry, we go to bed. We are having sexual affair for the first time. And then our soul got tied. When it tied, hmm, then that is it. But this time, Are you permit me to use your husband? This man, eh? If you are not married, come. Secondary school girlfriend. Hold his part of his dress. Who is not married again? Come there. You like this. Level 300. Hold here. Who again is not married? Don't want to use people's wife. Oh, come. Hold here. The way I say fasting, you are not fasting. Today you understand the benefits why you need to pray. Now he's married to this girl. They are living together. Hug your husband. Uh, see, now they are together. Watch this. Senpai, body no in the marriage, all these are interference. Mm. Mm. So actually, this guy came to marriage with this. In the spirit. Hey, who? Mm. Bible is Bible. That is what it is. Huh? This one is totally different from <laughs> I've gone to marry something has happened, I've divorced and I've come. This one, girlfriend, the Bible said, the moment I don't be in the spirit realm, Bibi has joined. Can it be broken? Yes. So we do deliverance to cut off Sota. I have dealt with cases not one, not two, not three, not four. That a man is married. Okay, let me give you an example about Prince Charles. Now he's King Charles. <laughs> King Charles had an affair with Camilla before he married Lady Diana. One day Lady Diana said, we are two in the marriage. If I mention about three. That means that if this is Camilla and this is Lady Diana, Camilla's spirit is stronger than this. now there is another one in your euphoria and your laugh i did not source of mine so what you say multi-coco no tree i see now we me away now multi-came now we feel we are no but if i don't marry you let me die if i don't marry you life will never be happy don't matter 
Because a bomb is why you don't want to pray. And to most of the prayer and the fasting, we are actually going through deliverance. Yeah. All of us, we are going through. You say, "Now we move your heart. Now 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 we Now we move What's your name? God's grace. What's your name? Faustina. Faustina. Evelyn. Faustina, I interfere at the end. There is another dangerous one. There are even married people where they still talk to their ex. They test. They communicate. They do it. Because once you tie the soul, the next attempt is to break the soul. I said, oh yeah, and I'll cut it at the end. And a man, a be spirited thing. Your spirit is the same. What can kill this way? This person will survive it. The Bible even says the spirit of a man will sustain, not the spirit of God. There is a way your spirit is, it can eliminate sickness from your body. Today we are all these things. The Bible even said that when you sleep with a prostitute, you are one. And to own. Thou shalt not commit adultery. No, say Yakupon Kase Paul said when you see fornication, flee. The reason is that a Nima is see after five minutes of sex, you know, only heaven can tell. This is not last, and I'm enjoying. So only obisiemu ewo sexima adi esu ahumuni ewu. Enti ayariye bebre or how bebre. Some of the things you can have sex and destroy your, your business. Your business will never move forward again. I know a lady who slept with a pastor told me the story. After that, the husband can have election. When he tries, it goes down. And after suffering a die, he went to the pastor and said, after this thing, my husband cannot have to say, the pastor carries a spirit. He is into occultism and all that. And so she slept with her and by sexual contact, because Obunsam used to sex a lot. When we say, when David is sleeping with Bathsheba, he couldn't do any great thing again. In fact, some, some, some Bible scholars say, Bathsheba is a shutdown of David's ministry. With all his strength, he died at 70. She died very young. David by 70 years ago. In Tawaden Bebrewa, there is an interference. There's another one. Wasa, who is not married again? I mean, show you who Come, girl. Uh huh. When, apart from say when you cry crying in two months, only my get to order that. No, I say I no, I go far where I become. Until where there no, any or when on train to my. This is all this one has got. So in the spirit realm, now she must go through here to come here. 
touch somebody's heart and see the way it's beating. Check, check. Just say if it's a man, check their heart. Now let me show you this. This girl can let this man lose appetite completely for this one. Completely. So but yeah, my husband has not touched me for six months. My husband doesn't mind me for three months. My husband doesn't mind me for one year. We'll be able to center. Hey, Prophet, I'm going to say something about you. I'm going to say something about you. I'm going to say something about you. I'm going to say something No, it's necessary for us to make sure we protect the future. If you know, bitch, it's a damn baby, but now I'm going to say, we are sorry, we are sorry, we are sorry, we are sorry, no abo we no no so abo eh can you imagine pastesia na pastesia tinti no abo e god na we so abo na say no abo no abo abu babu bo bo say no abo no this is all our trouble yan talk about brian ko na ho na na me free ba me pe deliver me tin me na bibi na me bodim anansin tin time we chi me e be a pastes that is why most of the deliverance ministers categorically believe they'll be obey after the person has gone through salvation, he must go through deliverance. Because everywhere sin can go, demons can go. And Facebook no baby naked, no appear. So enticement. Enticement all over. A movie you are watching now will appear. I, I mean, I was in America. One guy said that if the if you act the movie in Hollywood and you don't bring naked woman, it will not say the pornographic organization, eh? They are bigger than Amazon. When you put their world together, the highest pornographic the, the country that watch pornographic than any country is Pakistan. You can Google it. Industry. So this is all the trouble we are going through. So and you know, any account of one, so we call Nasa Michael Kofama Mia. We invited Bibia Befi. Now God forbid, some Amisu Kramun Fufra. The spirit of There are people they work with their hands. And you are not just dealing with lust. Oh, a Christian sister is born again, Holy Ghost filled. You fall into temptation. It's really not really, it cannot affect you. But he has a covenant in the marine kingdom. So you are not just dealing with just a sexual person or anything. No, go for baby. Now be one and call another thirty yare yare. Ube one we are collapsing. Ube one we ninja interference of soul be a abet die. And also they you have messed it with pride. So instead of presenting yourself for deliverance, no about sorry now I want remember about you. Nothing makes people pride and when they start they start having sex outside the context of marriage it can make you so arrogant you would you will insult pastors for preaching the right message because the devil has a way of finishing you when he pump pride in addition to your stupidity 
then he's digging your grief. Amen. What I'm saying is not that there's another dangerous one. Hmm. Eh? That one, instead of liver, instead of this thing, it's Maggie. You see, was Maggie is uh, are you married, sir? You are. Who is not married? Stand here again. Huh? Who is not married? Come, come. Hey, doc, come here. Whilst Maggie, uh, uh, you are not married, then you are sitting there, my friend. Whilst Maggie is fighting with all these things, she is to go to office, go and miss doc. Now, I'm going to show you. So, who you free grace in the bad lower? Forget about grace, who the bad lower? So, way piano, only way called, only way quetra. Yet the Kujan law. The law will not punish this man. The law will punish this. But where Konokofa we are, the law will punish him. Let me tell you so. The most difficult thing that happened in Jesus' ministry was that act of adultery. It is only answer that Jesus took time to answer. It's a very dangerous thing. Jesus has to prove his dispensation and defend his dispensation. Now, if this woman gets stoned, Jesus has failed. <sighs> if Jesus say anything that make the people kill this woman, he has failed as a champion of the dispensation of grace. Because grace does not judge. Number two, if he also said, don't mind Moses, it can bring trouble. You are going to condemn the law. But you didn't come to condemn, you came to fulfill. So how do you defend this case? You will not condemn the law. And you also make sure that you will not condemn the woman. Then you find a small window. And Jesus just used the window. And it was a very narrow one. Because he has to defend the woman and defend the law. Because the seriousness about the matter, the people quote scripture. Moses' law said, and at that time, because he has not died, he is still under the law. Now, this is the window. This is why God sent Jesus. The law is 100. If you obey 99 and you break one, the 99 is canceled. That is what the law says. So, law, no. So who did 99 so not break it back one? So look at what he said. Any one of you without sin. He didn't say anyone without adultery. All the people were holding the stone. None of them has committed adultery. If any of them was in adultery, you hold the stone. But he used that window that the father you have not committed adultery, that's not me, you are not a thief. So if you are quoting the law, then you yourself, you are a victim. Because among all of us standing here, I am the only one who has not sinned. But all of you are sinners. So the rule Jesus said, anyone without sin, let him be the first. He made the mistake and said, anyone without adultery, can it to be two seconds? They will finish the woman. So the moment he says sin, then the conviction of his anointing, let's say, oh, and we are upon we are, And the Bible said they dropped their stone and they left. So now he has defended the law, he has defended the woman because grace has not permitted. So listen, 
All this a German ebo bobono. I did cry mu ye grace. But grace you know so no. Otimi exhausted. Edu babi na wun sesa no abre. This is the way Paul put it. Can we continue in sin that grace will abound? No. So there is a place you have to turn. And he asked for a drama in seven I was saying, yes, say a hosso. A dubbed be a no matter what, because and yet just feel any act, the spiritual dimension. What God has joined together into no be called that. Hey, there is something about the person that has entered you. There is something from you that has entered the person. And to most artists, I'm okay. I said, I'm with the demon. What am I? Interference. No, 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 interference. Debbie, Debbie. Talk back, but I'm not going to No, yeah. It's happening. Especially, I'm a mom, pen by ball. And to 70 days fast, we are going through deliverance. Yeah, baby, you're not going to be. Thank you, dog. Are you understanding? So there is another one today. I'm for office now. I say, oh, can I have a hug? The first day, now hug no abu somewhere smart. So first day, now scratch and no honka kra kra. We no hug no. We abu say yeah. Next time Valentine, no makusu makoto ayi waje vanilla two scoops. No no swaje bakura. What do you need? Strawberry. Okay, the dash. I'm in shop. In shop. Strawberry three scoops. Now there is a way tafre. No ayi. My strawberries are tafre. Me the other man who tafre. Now we are tafre. Maybe I saw a hundred. So no, they take me yama pa. I'm sorry to remind you. I'm just trying to. Hallelujah. Can I get a hug? Hold on a hug. You, know? you are pretending you don't know how to, my friend. Ah. Catch on. I Most time, I start to Most of my disco dancing, hula la la, The munya paki kana killing me softly. The most dangerous one I've ever heard in my life is killing me softly. These are practical things that Oko Asorani are to Greek, but it's happening. It's happening to people. I'm telling you. Ebi esi shomu ebi num oma yeniema obi eni oka ebe seniema twenty minka na ye guilt no bun some criminal di ye juma ebe tima ma yari ebi ati egusu eradinye na o papa yeah yani se mekano kwe natural as for that one I can't go around it. These are things that so me omu. I have gotten a message by listening to people as they come and I analyze and say this thing, I understand why the Bible says don't do this. When it comes to things like adultery and fornication, nobody's beyond it. Nobody. The safest place is to be in the boundaries. 
So is that it's happening to everybody? But say young young people, uh, uh, think about it. Can you imagine that every sickness that comes through sex is difficult for science to cure? Um, yeah, the, the highest um, produces some vaccines, but to bring complete cure, gonorrhea is yes, syphilis, yes. Now, open somebody can account. All these ones are there. Sexual sin. It goes I didn't have a covenant. It's not. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. So can Bible power now tiasia. Then you be when I never be you 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 just uba shamusu. Debbie Debbie. You keep under your body and bring it under subjection. And just live your life and go to heaven. You don't allow any because and crophobia brain in a sorry omu look very good, but don't look spirit. There are people who are working with spirits. Some of them are criminals in the spirit. Control territories. You come under his control. You wish you knew it. There is another scripture that says, In the days of ignorance, God overlooks. Overlooking as not me, it will not go with punishment. It will not go with judgment, but it can go with punishment. Amen. Amen. So watch it. I wish. One of the mysteries I learned is that a woman should be careful a man that sleep with her because you are a receiver. receiver. Man is a giver, a woman is a receiver. So be careful the water coming to your polytank. A beer. Now you're well. One day we bought water. All of us were bathing, we were scratching our body. Hey, where did you get the water? So that uh, river be or any pipe here. That means that there are men walking around. They carry sickness in their distributing. And they are aware in the satanic kingdom of when someone found the idea of some tongue about a transorinum. I pretend you saw your decay as soon as me woman on your born again. No, you're near my no yisika. No, why enticing crop for no more way left running at that no or chairing. When you call out to him, I won't you. Matter is a son in Chichemodian, and I started. Rock of ages. What are you talking about? Rock of ages behind him. This is what you have to stop. Amen. Okay, who is the last person? <laughs> you again. Oh, let's. Okay, Dixie. Now, Dixie, do you have a question? Yes, please. Okay, ask. Daddy, God bless you for your life and for your ministry. Some of us have been privileged to have listened to you over decades and it's been a blessing. Your family life ministry has changed my home, my life. I remember my first encounter with your prophetic family life ministry. You embedded in salvation. You are preaching about holiness and you just walked to where me and my wife were sitting and you started talking about what happened in our bedroom. 
uh, some of you, you wake up, your husband finishes praying, and you, he comes to sleep, and you wake him up in the middle of the night. Why? You think he's possessed. You use a female voice to narrate what my wife said, and you use a male voice to tell me what I said. I mean, so that, what I was saying was what was happening. Exactly. Wow. Daddy, it was serious. You stop it, and you walk away. When you get back to S, you continue from where you started. <laughs> I mean, it just ended the case in my house. I mean, when you finished, we were all looking at each other. Nobody spoke. We knew what to do. Yes, um, off immediately. I mean, no, 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 no. You just look at Alabama, look at you. I mean, or you all look at this. Hey, Jimmy, 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 your case, so then we stop. Exactly. I, I think God has used me in that realm. Yes. yes. On our way. Go ahead, sir. Uh, for me, I'll say what my everyone told me. Your latest message is always your best message. So I never lose an opportunity to listen to your message. It's been a blessing and it's helping me. Papa, you've educated us about sex so many times. For, for the man, you talked there, told us to start exercising because if you want to stay long, women don't like weak men, you have to exercise. I used to make excuse for exercise until one day, I, after all night, I think he left something and he called me. When I was coming back to you, I saw you in the swimming pool. It's like, ah, so this man has stood seven hours. He's finished and he's swimming. Me, what have I done? I mean, I started exercising regularly and that has transformed my life. You've told us this thing about women that the African women don't know how to approach. So I've understood it. Please, can you put Proverbs 27.7 on the board? Proverbs 27.7. Wow. <laughs> That's why I should have passed out Bishop Dixon. What I talk, you think he has followed me all these years for nothing? So I've come to understand that I have to approach my wife and everything. But what, there's something that bothers me, and I, 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 I used to think there was something wrong with me that I experienced it. I noticed that the day she approaches me for sex, the feeling is different. It's like it's like watching a local match in Ghana. Allah, and, Allah, Allah, Allah. Allah. Papa, this is the best time of all the meeting I've come. All the questions you people have asked is hypocritical question. This is a rare thing. Uh, uh, Papa, it's like watching a heart match. No, heart and you wait, take match. your time. You are rushing and, take, your time. take your time and go step by step, step by step. So let, let me let me pick it from where you left from. We have not come to the skate, but what you mean is that you are the one who said, but the day he approach you. It's totally different. Yes. When you say different, what do you mean? Papa, it's like It's like a 90 minutes football match. You have a 90 minutes to watch a football match with really hearts and kotoko. Another match between Chelsea and Man U. I mean, the difference is it's the same 90 minutes, but so it's in your case. Which one is Hassan Kotoko? Wait, yeah. When he comes, it's Manchester. Yes. Uh. The, the, the man has to make my day. Papa, I used to think there was something wrong with me too. You actually said it that that is the reality. I said, uh-huh, okay, there's nothing wrong with me, thank God. Considering this scripture. Okay, young kind. Please, I, I want a lady to read it. Please, can a lady read it for us? You want somebody with that? Uh, Araba is there. Oh, Antara, I'm going to come my wife. Oh, my name is Jawahau. 
Bacho, can, can, can. I always say, go school, Papa. Bacho, ma, ma, Bacho, can you open the volume small? And tell Bacho, read for us. The full soul loathed and honeycomb, mm. but to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. Ah. Famicon, you live in translation, I'm in A person who is full refuses honey. But even bitter food tastes sweet to the hungry man. So no matter how one person be worth football. Because has a cotoko park and no crying yet. And so to talk to it. Not chase your back carpet glass, you know. Oh this go ahead. Let's so papa. Uh, uh, because of the way we want to put boundaries, one of the things I've noticed is that if you are truly satisfied, mm -hmm. it keeps you away from other things. Yeah. I mean, and uh, one of the things I realized in the Bible that uh, Daniel did well was when he resisted the king. So one day in the house, I was trying to worry my wife, normal man and wife issues in the night. So I don't eat in the morning. So I woke up in the morning. I said I was going to eat breakfast. I hardly eat breakfast in the morning. She gave me this. I finished. I said, give me another. She gave me like three different sets. I went to the office and my boss said that oh, they, they have a, a meeting at uh, Labadi Beach, but MD has just called him for a meeting. And it's one of those seminars they book for or they pay for. So somebody has to go. So he said, oh, you are the most dressed person in the office. So go. Daddy, when I went, because I was full, the food was from here to here. I couldn't eat anything. I was full. Because you eating breakfast I, like three times. Yes. Even a glass of juice, I struggled to finish. So, if, how can we educate? You've told us about men, how we have to exercise to improve our performance. How can you educate a woman to so that they, they, they approach us and give us the satisfaction? I have, educate, I have educated uh, <laughs> At least, I, I'm, I'm encouraged. I don't say I'm encouraged, encouraged. Because at least I see that, at least in my education, in my teaching, Araba has started practicing. I am very, very, very encouraged. Can I tell you, it's difficult to break tradition. mindset you see when I keep preaching they don't see any big deal with it I have some pastor friends who are white when I had the opportunity to sit with them in a restaurant they say all kinds of things one of them I don't want to mention him he liked this mommy Becca said mommy yourself and was not swear she liked those things one day he said something he said, he said prof do you know that any man that your wife approach you for sex builds your confidence. He said, he said, it's proven. The case is steady. He said, one university, I forgot, he said, they did a case for about 20 years. And they realized that most. That is why when you watch a lot of movies, a lot of the whites, that is what they do. But to answer this, the, uh, Dixon's question, it's a culture. And one of the things about we Africans is that we are very slow learners. And when we even learn, we don't practice it. You don't see any big deal with it. So when it keeps going and going and going, then a lot of men has moved from what I call 
living to survive it. Because if you come to the place and you're a righteous man, and because you don't want to make any mistake, then what you cannot change, you don't survive it. But the truth of the matter is that most African men, most of the majority. However, I can also tell you, I can tell you, there are also women who try it and the men's reception is very bad. I can tell you. Some of them. There are some, as a result of my preaching, they try. And there is another study that shows that it is extremely dangerous to reject a woman when it comes that way. So that there's a confidence, a certain confidence in a woman you break. This question needs one week old. This particular topic is too big. Now let me tell you. It is possible everything I've said here is a waste of time. It's possible. I've been standing on my feet for hours. But it's possible it's a waste of time. The reason is that when we live here, most of you will not practice it. And I know that because other ones have taught, you have never practiced it. <laughs> However, even though necessity is there, but won't watch, we don't preach the gospel. It's there. One day, somebody sent us a testimony from Britain. He said for the first time, imagine a year, is it 10 years or 5 years, 40 years? The one who wants to buy a new phone, iPhone, 11 years of a marriage. The wife heard me preach, and first time he went to the area of Chelsea versus Liverpool. And then he approached the guy. When he finished, the guy said he drove and went to town and killed an apple and bought a new phone for the wife. He said, thank you, after 11 years. Said me, Accra has a folk in for 11 years. <laughs> One of the things that is very sad is that a pastor told me, he said, Prof, ask my wife, he doesn't care. Say he doesn't care. He said, My wife listening to you a lot. It's my wife that introduced me to your ministry. But if my wife really practiced the things he has listened to you, he said, Prof, our marriage could have been something. Because even me, the short while I listen to have changed. So he said, one day I told my wife, Do you, are you a human being? And he said, well, I say, all these years of following Prophet Anna, you have not changed. There is another mystery to me about people who sit with me and don't change. And those who come one month and drastic transformation. It's a whole mystery. Let me tell you something. Hearing the word of God and not practicing is deception. The Bible says you deceive yourself. Number two, you are proud. Number three, it says that you have ulterior motive. Because I said to Mrs. Sam, to me, when I said, so you need to I did to me, and I said to me, Daniel, a two baby, naturally the word must change you. Amen. And this is the truth. There is another thing. There is another thing that I have to add. 
African women don't encourage their husband. Is there? Recently, we have a meeting here with pastor. One pastor told me, he said, Pro, he said, Papa, thank you for what you preach. I have never had my wife even congratulate me for something I did. Other people, that means that if you were a pastor's wife, eh, at a point, you have to be able to tell your husband, honey, boy, today you have been a blessing to people. I learned it from here. As I get around to Reverend Jesus' wife, there is no day, unless he meet you, if you finish, Reverend Jesus' wife will come and say, hey, Govi, as for you the way mama Rosman will let apostle issued fail so one day told me said, Nana, how was the meeting i said mama rose said, Nana, as for mama Rosman, even if i preach kobe she will still come and encourage me <laughs> so sometimes i just want to listen to another opinion once a while you have to be able to look at your husband and tell him that you bless God for his life and you thank God because this economy is not easy to be a man. It's not easy. If you are married, your husband is a responsible man, stay at home, do whatever you do. It's good to encourage him. I'm telling you. He might not say anything. She will not run away. But that will add a lot of things to him. Can I tell you the thing that has saved my ministry? Hmm. There are times I want to give up about something. Then somebody will send me an email. Email. One day, I was sitting down. Then I said, this whole thing all night. Let me stop. And I even came and said, that we won't come to all night again. Then that night, once I was thinking about it, a lady sent me an email. He said that the greatest thing that has ever happened to me and saved my life is your all night. And my prayer is that one day you will never stop doing all night. Cut <laughs> <laughs> off everything. Bishop TDJ at a point he was giving up in ministry, West Virginia. He was quitting. Say, I was going to tell my wife. This thing is over. In America, they can quit. America pass away to make Jack or what a shop price is here, not or Tom Kobe. And fun over church. Yeah. They will quit. I said, I was quitting. That was the last day. She was visiting a friend at the hospital. He got to a place and a woman was there. The woman couldn't barely walk and talk. He said, Is that TG Jakes? Ah, I'm happy to see you. You are the reason I'm alive. Hey. You are the reason. They just discharged me from the hospital. Your message kept me alive. Please, don't stop doing what you are doing. God didn't call you for them. God called you for us. So DDJ said that. Everything people are celebrating DDJs is that woman. He said, if I didn't meet that woman, I could have quit. Every pastor faced the demon of discouragement. Big time. One, one man of God told me, Nana, we are building auditorium and we are facing this attack. I don't know what to go through building a city. See, auditorium is the way of someone high. I told my wife that this Nana said, Obunsam Tenedem. 
You call me with Jamie. Come back. back. Why are we But sometimes our encouragement is some email somewhere. Somebody who has the spirit of appreciation and trying to let you feel. So sometimes say, tell them if your husband managed to build some house and he has built another one, tell him, wake him up midnight, let him know how much you appreciate him. I'm telling those who have done it for their men, don't tell me he doesn't deserve it. He deserves. Don't tell me that he doesn't. I'm telling you, some of you, you are blessed to marry men. They have every opportunity to live adulterous life, but they are living a holy life. Amen. There are some people, even if God tell me they have sinned, I will challenge God. Like my son Dixie, who just spoke. I mean, there are people come around and pick their spirit. The fear of God is very deep. If Araba will have a word, it will never be a word that my husband is going to chase another man. You can tell that. It's very strong. I know that. It's not. He works in a bank. He's a top there. You cannot tell. I mean, when I'm a martyr, I'm going to you. Yeah. Many years ago, I went to preach for a pastor in Europe. I went there alone. The pastor told me, he said, Nana, he said, Prof, I know you are anointed. This man here, it was Amsterdam, he said, Mikrowi, I brought preachers here, they've, they've cut him. He said, they are so far, Bahama, Emai, Ayom, Koso, Koso. You, if I'm sending them to bring you gospel, they say they won't come. Go and take this thing, give it to Professor Minko. These are people that when preachers come, they're forced to go and see them. But you they say they won't come. I can't call. I don't know whether it's fire, but that is what I know. They won't come. So please, from today, let's encourage the Chelsea matches. <laughs> because you know, when you sit with pastors and they start talking, eh, sometimes you realize that it's not easy for them. So when you are so funny, man, maybe to normal casa. And my estimation is that if the pastors are going through, what about the congregation? Or you flow from the top. So, encouragement, motivation, is boring. Because it make, sometimes, uh, one person says, the feeling is actually the person doesn't love you. Do you understand the psychological trauma? So, so for this 11 years that, it's only the guy that goes to. It means that the psychological trauma to the man is that, do you ever have any affection for me? It does not mean you don't have it too. But Africa, we don't express. And to some of you, I didn't back to show you. No, I can't talk about baby. Contrary to Abrofono. Abrofono, they show it. In fact, I realized that as I hang around some of my white friends, so I'm going to with African culture, because the way they behave. You understand what I'm saying? If you can't around it, the way their wives behave, and contrary to our culture, eh, if you don't take care, it's easy to conclude because of the way they behave. That is the culture. It does not mean, because almost it's also, almost teacher. There are some things they can't stand. There are things African women can stand. The white they can't stand. What Chinese is here? No, 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 no. Hallelujah. She said, my daughter was saying that his husband is doing counseling. If it's Brunia, 
It's a different story. No, 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 no. Amen. So please, we thank Dixon. Dixon has made my day. Doc, yes. I wanted to close. Okay, give doctor a microphone. You give it to him. See, that's marriage counseling, so I'm sure he, he's going to say something about marriage. Okay. Thank you, Zadi. Um, words fail me to express how grateful I am and perhaps we are for the great things you do in our lives. Um, I have a situation with clients who approach me to say, okay, doc, I have stopped doing X, Y, Z, and I believe God has forgiven me, but then um, how do I deal with the consequences of what I have done? Knowing that um, grace abounds, yes, but how do I tackle consequences? Just like you say that um, forgiveness is assured, but um, the consequence of the action would have to be dealt with. How do we permanently put a stop to what we know could be a consequence of what we have done? Is it that we have to live with them for the rest of our lives? Could those consequences be um, transgenerational? How do we deal with consequences, especially permanently, if we have truly forsaken the sin that attracted such consequences? What do I say to these people when they approach me? Because some of them really, really are living in depression of what they did, which may have been long forgotten, but sometimes they have um, triggers. And when those triggers come, they're like, oh, it could be because of what I did five years ago, which my wife has even forgiven me about. So how do we deal with um, eradicating consequences or perhaps the consciousness of consequences. I'm not no, quite sure. Let me be very that. honest with you. It's not yeah. a consequence. What you just mentioned is not a consequence. Is it guilt? That's one part. Okay. The, the, the act of not forgiving themselves yeah. for right. what they have done. Right. You can't call that a consequence. Because the consequence of sleeping with Bathsheba is that I'll kill the child. Mm. I will let the sword not depart from your house. I'm going to make sure that what you did, somebody did it to you. You can't change what God is going to do. You just have to prepare for it. It happened. But then, that is what you call transgenerational. Right. Transgenerational. That one is not left with man to decide. It is God that decides how things go. It's a little bit de debatable because sometimes the judgment in the old testament is totally different from those of us in the dispensation of grace but what i mean is that if it's just what you said they've not forgiven themselves they are living in guilt they that one nobody can do they have to deal with it because living in depression does not change what you have done if you let's say for instance you committed adultery and your wife has come to know and you are trying it doesn't change adultery it's already done so you forgive yourself and you move on you are not the first you will not be the last you move on what are the consequences the question can be that the other lady you deal with can become pregnant you have to have a child and blah 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 it keeps going that one is what even that one is not a means to depress you 
you have to wish because all of us sitting in this room there are things we have done that we wish we didn't do it but it does not stop us from serving the lord so the example you use about um the couple of ladies who lingered around that man mm -hmm. and all of that now he he's no longer in touch with them mm -hmm. but he carries the spirits he imported from them mm -hmm. and it's affecting his current marriage i might want to consider those as consequences my last question is can prayer actually terminate and i said it yes i even said the answer and i said yes. that that is what yes. we are doing this law so when i when i declare some of this fasting based on my understanding of the bible it's not just praying to get answer it's processes of deliverance cleansing from as you grow and you develop spiritually those things naturally drops they drops the problem is when people are not growing so some of these people that are going through the depression the spiritual gym mm, and the exercise is not really impactful because if you meet Arnold Schwarzenegger he was not born that way so Paul said exercise yourself into godliness even apostle Paul said that's one thing I do I keep failing I've messed up. I've done some things, but forgotten those things with behind me. I press towards the mark of a high calling. That one is your responsibility right. to make sure you are growing a lot, fasting, prayer, stay with the word, study the word, get revelations about the word that talks about forgiving yourself, that talks about moving on, that talks about the fact that this thing shouldn't cripple your life. If you sit down, hmm, I wish I haven't done it. I wish I haven't done it. I wish I haven't. It's immaturity. Right. And you are even atmosphere, you are not growing. So, when spiritually you are developing. Now, look at it. Joyce Meyer's father slept with her several times. Several times. She's, she's gone through process. Grow above it. He has become now a message and a testimony to rescue others. And I can tell you about authority. If you meet anybody in church who have done something in the past, there are some couples they leave. If this one come to know this one's past, one of them make it look like it's a taboo. When you see that sign, they have not forgiven themselves. And the people that behave that way, if God doesn't intervene, any opportunity come, they will repeat the same. Because you can, once you see people share their life past testimony, it shows that they've rise above it. They move on and in the spirit they are above it. And it becomes even a message to rescue others. Because what are we preaching if we are not preaching our testimony? Effective preaching has to do with things you have experienced. So if Jeremiah tell you you can come out of depression, you know what he's saying. Yeah. You are talking about your boyfriend's repeat, his own biological dad. One day, say you, the, the, the father was sleeping with her, and the mother came to see it. And he has to rise above it, pray, fasted, and today it has rescued millions of Americans from that thing. So mostly, when it comes to that, people are not growing, people are not developing, people are not. Um, and when they sit down. They are in an atmosphere. You can't do things and sit in saying Catholic and go to mass. You cannot go to mass and expect to be changed from this kind of thing. No. You live by the guilt. You need an atmosphere. There's a lot of fasting and prayer. There's a lot of word. 
Because sometimes deliverance is not just come out, come out. The word you keep hearing, preach, extract some spirit out of you. Because Jesus said, once you know the truth, bam, the devil will leave. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. If you have not known the truth, you are in bondage. So doctor them. They cannot be in a certain atmosphere and spread that this situation will change. You have to come around. Everybody has done something. Everybody has a past. There is nobody with a past. Somebody can marry as a virgin. What about, as a, I know people marry as a virgin, as a woman, and along the line, they are married and they commit adultery. Know it. A very small marriage should be the best in the whole world. Yeah. And we enjoy a lot of good life. And it's a blessing. Amen. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.